0: I heard that guy worried about conditions. I, I tell you, I got to come out to practice a couple of weeks ago out there, folks. They look pretty good. They look in shape for me. Uh, Jerry Smith and the guys, looked like they got them in great shape for you, Coach. Coach, I, just, I heard that guy from Tennessee last night. We won't tell you, but uh, I saw a lot of options and them four rides you were running out there practice, Coach. But how about Hawkenbrook and, uh, shit, we want to see Hawkenbrook catch a couple of the, uh, Saturday night, Coach, and go Gators. Okay, Steven, from you, Uh he's one of our super Gators.
1: 7:06. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there you have it, as Gordon Soly would say, uh, Steve Spurrier. Well, no, we've never been able to get Spurrier on a show anyway, because uh, once he got good with the Gators, he didn't want to do any more radio shows. I guess he figured he had a solid recruiting base down here. And some of the assistant coaches that come on really haven't said too much. Depot, they do just fine in South Florida.
2: Members of Congress had a five-year affair with Snodgrass's wife, Sherry, in the 1960s. Now, some people are going to say, ah, oh, that's a long time ago. And? So what about it? Hyde leads the panel that will decide whether to pursue impeachment against President Clinton. It's a good thing I'm a calm guy, said Snodgrass. If I'm not I might have gone around shooting people. This man, Hyde, is the most extreme hypocrite. Who is he to judge, maybe even condemn the president for having an affair? Ask Snodgrass. Snodgrass vividly remembers seeing Hyde walk out of his wife's Chicago apartment in 1969. They had been divorced two years at the time. I went over there to talk to Sherry, and she was buttoning her blouse at the door, Snodgrass said. Then a minute later, out he came. Squirt, squirt. No doubt about it, it was Hyde. It wasn't Dr. Jekyll, it was Mr. Hyde. Hyde, married at the time, had an affair with Sherry Snodgrass from 1965 to 69. Snodgrass fell in love with his wife in 1952, married her two years later. He accidentally found out about the affair from his five-year-old son, Monty, in 1965, the full Monty. His couple had two other small children, ages eight and nine. The couple divorced in 1967. In other words, this asshole broke up their marriage. How do you like that? In fact, at the end of this uh, thing, it says, um, Snodgrass says, I've heard people talk about what a great, honest man Hyde is, that he's the best man for the job, meaning the impeachment decision. Snodgrass said, his eyes welling up with tears. The man destroyed my family and me, is what he says. The great, self-righteous Henry Hyde. And, of course, Henry Hyde's comments, Well, uh, you know, this is ancient history, and the statute of limitations has long since passed on my youthful indiscretion. What difference does it make if it happened 30 minutes? The fact is that this guy who was married, Henry Hyde, screwed around with somebody else's wife, broke up their marriage, and for an affair that went on for four years. Four more years. So really, is it real? And of course, the Republicans are outraged. That's right. House Majority Whip Tom DeLay, Republican of Texas, a real good right-wing old boy this attack on Chairman Hyde, launched by Salon Magazine, which is a close ally of the Clinton White House, is the most despicable, most disgraceful, most disgusting piece of rumor-mongering I've ever seen. What do you mean, rumor-mongering? Is it true? Uh-huh. Yeah, so what's, what, what do you mean, rumor-mongering? In other words, just like Dan Burton with his illegitimate kid, just like Mary uh, Chenoweth from Idaho with her affair... These are all true things that are being brought out of the closet. In other words, if it's good enough for the goose, if it's good enough for the president, it's good enough for all these other sanctimonious hypocrites like I've been telling you for weeks on this show, and why the hell the media people aren't talking about this, I don't know. I do not understand it. And what the hell difference does it make? Whether she was 21 and he was 51, or she was 25 and he was 75, what the hell has that got to do with it? They're consenting adults. Last time I checked, 21 is over the age of 18. Last time I checked, I could be wrong, you think? No. I don't think so. Absolutely unbelievable. Well, I mean, really very believable that the fact that, uh, you know, if you look at other people's closets into their past, you're going to find out they've been screwing around. Not everybody, just most everybody. And here's a guy that's going to sit there, and he's going to make judgments about the president's morality based on his sexual activity and covering it up. And were it not for the fact that this article was leaked in this uh, Salon magazine, nobody would know about this. I think if we have a right to know about not only the president screwing around, but every last uh, detail of it, and if the public has a right to see his secret grand jury testimony, and Kenneth Starnes people have been leaking and leaking and leaking all over the place for the last couple of weeks... They're just, maybe we have a right to find out of all these other sanctimonious assholes, what are their qualifications, what is their background, that they're going to sit and make moral judgments for America on who is qualified and not qualified to be president, dog catcher, whatever the hell they're going to be. So let's cut with the bullcrap, okay? Let's stop with the hypocrisy, because that's what we're dealing with. I used this word weeks ago, and I'll say it again today. Sanctimonious goddamn hypocrites. That's what they are. They're all screwing around, have been screwing around, will be screwing around. Like somebody said the other day, how many people right now in the House and the Senate are screwing around with members of their staffs? They're screwing around with their staff, so to speak. But the media, the, the mass media, man, don't confuse them because they're on a one-pony mission here, man, and they're out there on their highway and they're taking that pony and whipping and slashing and beating it. Because uh, they just they smell the blood. It's like the uh, hunt of the hounds in uh, England. They smell the blood, that presidential blood, and they're out to get it. And they're going to show this videotape, and you're going to see him getting all red in the puss and get all bent out of shape. And who the hell wouldn't be when you have some asshole, some born-again, self-righteous, asshole, religious nutcase, Ken Starr from Texas, asking a bunch of unbelievably personal questions of a man who's the goddamn president of the country. Did you stick it here? Did you touch her breast? Did she, uh, et cetera, and so on? Was it good? No, probably not. That the practice makes perfect. I guess he was just figuring if they did enough, maybe you want you know sooner or later it might be good. And I guess it wasn't. Ten minutes after ten at five. Speak. The QAM. Oh my God, your breasts are beautiful.
3: This week, something has come over agents Mulder and Scully. Something strange. Something obscene. Something vulgar.
4: What the f- is happening to
2: us?
3: The expletive file.
2: There goes my f***ing phone again. Agent Fox f***ing Mulder. No,
5: sh- Sherlock. I just called to tell you something. What? Kiss my
3: The expletive files. Can Scully and Mulder find out why they're cursing like sailors before the network sensors go berserk?
2: F***ing A, hey, it's Mulder.
5: oh it's Scully. I think I figured out why we're swearing all the time. I think we're f***ing possessed by the spirit of Martin Lawrence. Get the f***
4: out.
3: Expletive Files. The f***ing truth is out there.
2: Yeah, so what the is your problem anyway? Ten fourteen at 560 WQM. So anyway, getting back to Henry Hyde for just uh, two or three hours. The revelations about Hyde came only days after disclosures that Representative Helen Chenoweth, Republican of Idaho, had admitted to an affair with a married man, and Representative Dan Burton, right-wing fascist Republican of Indiana, had acknowledged fathering a child in an extramarital affair. Both are persistent critics of Clinton. Both are sanctimonious hypocrites. How do you like that? And this is just the tiny little... This isn't even the tip of the iceberg. This is just like a, a thumbnail, like a scraping, like a hangnail of the iceberg. Of the Goldberg. Yeah, how's that Lucianne Goldberg doing up there, Huh? running around chasing uh, George McGovern with a cassette recorder. That fucking bitch. Yeah, what a coincidence, all these people. It's just a coincidence, you understand. This isn't some right-wing conspiracy. These aren't a bunch of uh, born-again Bible-thumping uh, fanatics who want to drum the president out of office. And I'm going to tell you who really deserves most of the blame, because like I've said it before, if it weren't for the media just pounding away on this, pounding and pounding for the last eight months now, even in spite of the fact the public's saying, we can't stand it, we don't care, don't you understand? Look at the polls, we don't care who he's diddling, things are going fairly well. But now the market's taking a good dump today, so they might say, uh-oh, look out, maybe the economy isn't as great as you think it is. But in spite of that, and yesterday I'm watching, I'm flipping all over the place, and here's this sanctimonious Tim Russert with his big red pussy, you know, from Meet the Press on NBC, who well, they got him all over. He's on uh, MSNBC and... C- MSNBC just ought to be called the impeachment channel. No, seriously, they should they should drop any pretense of uh, fairness or uh, impartiality on MSNBC because it's the impeachment channel. They're sitting there foaming at the mouth like rabid dogs. And yesterday they bring out the uh, very liberal Tim Russert, uh, whose uh, partisanship is well known, by the way. And but now all of a sudden he's uh, he's caught up in all of this. And oh, you know, when this tape comes out, it could be very, very bad. And if if yeah, and they're showing the current polls, which are all still basically where they have been for days and weeks now. But he's saying, well, if it should drop below this, and if it should go below that, things will be very, very bad. And you know, it's like a death wish is what they've got. In other words, if we keep telling you it's going to happen, it's going to happen. That's what it is. It's a self-fulfilling death wish. If we keep telling you that he just can't stay in there, that they're going to whip his ass out of there and impeach his ass, or he's going to resign, it's going to happen. We're just going to make it happen. Dow is down 186, the uh, Nasdaq's down 45. One other thing before we get into anything else, and I, I realize this isn't very exciting. And I've talked about these things. I, I know I can't on this radio show or any other way with a magic wand change the behavior of the people in this town. But I'm going to tell you, and this is very sad, but it's true. I believe that within the next, uh, who knows, couple of months, somebody who's listening to me right now is going to be dead because of the red light runners. You, and you cops out there, I'm going to tell you, I understand that you don't make the policy, and I realize it's very... I was thinking about that coming to work today after this episode, which I'll relate to you. I mean, it's very difficult to catch people red and red lights when there are 10 of them at the same time. No, I mean, it's easy to set up speed traps with a radar. You do that off the side of the road. You catch them, you know, like shooting fish in a barrel, and you can single out, you know, identify who the cars are. But when you've got to, there's all these people turning, they can now, double their problems. Now, now, let me give you an example of what it was this morning. I went to get a haircut before I came to work, so I went out Broward Boulevard to a university. And I'm over there right by the Broward Mall, you know, corner of Broward University. I'm going to make a right-hand turn. And now the the light, the left-turn lights are green, okay? The people going east are going left, and the people coming west are going left. Now the light turns yellow. So at this point, I'm assuming that uh, people are going to start stopping. Of course not. Now, listen to this. The red arrow for the left turn on my side turns red. So you know it's red on the other side because now the green lights for straight-ahead traffic come on. So there is no question. This is my hand to the sky to Madeline Marie here. okay? Ten cars. Five, in other words, there are two lanes that turn each way off of uh, Broward Boulevard on the university. Five pairs of two. Is there any other kind of a pair? Five pairs of cars, in other words, ten cars continued after the red light and the lights were green for going straight ahead. And thank God nobody went straight ahead because now the way you drive in this town is, uh, okay, well, let's uh, sit around and wait and see when they decide they're going to finally stop. And I saw two more examples of this before I finally got on the goddamn Hershey Highway to come to work this morning. You people who drive like this belong in jail. You're you're trying to kill people. I never saw anything like it in my life, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And you sit there and you're like, uh, like what are you, what are, what in God's name are you doing? Yesterday I'm driving on uh, what the hell was it on Pine Island, and it's a red light. And I'm over in one lane, there's some, uh, some dark-complected guy in a van in the middle, or, a, or no, a truck, some kind of a little truck. And he starts edging forward. The, keep in mind, the light is red. He starts edging forward, and he just goes! You know, like 20 seconds later, the light changed, but he just goes. Like, I'm just, you know, the light is red, but I'm gonna kinda inch forward and see if I can go. I'm gonna go, cause I'm in a hurry. I don't uh, have time for this. We we have basically anarchy on the roads of this town. I can't speak for the rest of the state because I don't spend that much time in the rest of this state. But we have anarchy on the highways, on on every road, on every street, every place where there's a stoplight. And I am begging you people, whoever make these uh, decisions, on what law enforcement are going to, as far as traffic enforcement is concerned, you've got to do something about this. Because somebody, I'm telling you, somebody who's listening to me right now is going to be dead in the next few months, and maybe several of you, if this doesn't stop. Most frequent cause of accidents and death: uh, intersections. Because right I mean, how, how, what kind of conscience? It's one thing to run a light, okay? It's yellow. We've all done it. I try not to do it. In fact, if I if I know that I just, uh, you know, didn't even quite make it, if it was closed, I feel really bad. Like, why the hell did I do that? But, I mean, running a light like 15 seconds after the light has changed, and we've got all these cars, and, of course, they come pouring around there. Because they're now, instead of slowing down because the light is red, now they're accelerating because they want to see if they can make it. And, of course, what happens in the meantime in that line of cars when somebody is accelerating like crazy, but the person in, in front of them decides he's going to be the one that stops and obeys the law? Uh-oh. So there are so many possibilities for some of you people getting killed by these assholes I wish, I'm begging you, you porkers out there, to go to your superiors and say we have got to have a massive crackdown on the red light runners in this town because it is out of control. It's insane. And I guarantee you that those of us who may be going 42 or 45 miles an hour on hiatus road where there are no houses, where there's no nothing but a canal on one side and a bunch of uh, trees on the other side, are not posing any threat to human life, limb, or property, okay? So how about giving up all that bull crap with these speed traps? I know it raises a lot of revenue. If you want to raise a hell of a lot more revenue, and I know it's... I I just don't know how you do it, how you get ten people uh, doing that. See, the logistics of that are very difficult. When you've just had ten people run a red light. And I'm not talking about running a yellow light that's just changing, it's real close. I'm talking about people barrel-assing around a corner running a red light when the other light for straight-ahead traffic is as green as a goddamn Christmas tree. We're talking crazy people out there driving around. I don't know about you, but I, you know, my mother says to me a couple of uh, weeks ago, well, you know, we had that plane crash. You're really, you're really pushing your luck. You do all this traveling. I said, I'm going to tell you something. I feel a hell of a lot safer on any commercial jet any day of my life than getting in my car and driving even just a few blocks from my house to the bank, to Publix, wherever the hell I have to go. And that's not an exaggeration. Because every time you get in the car in this town, you're taking your life in your hands. These people are either on drugs, they're assholes, they're morons, they're banana boat people. I have no idea who they are. And maybe I'm getting a little bit whipped up to a frenzy about this, but I have never... It, it, it's escalating now to the point where there's just... There's no stopping these people. They just make up their mind kind of ahead of time. Well, I'm in a big hurry. It's, uh, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning. i got somewhere to go. Yeah. Well, too bad. It's a red light, asshole. I, I'm I'm serious. Two lanes of left turn traffic comes barreling out of there, and I'm. And luckily, I mean, I'm you know I'm going to make a right turn, but I'm like third in line, so there's none of us moving at all because you see this. You're terrified by this this, this anarchy that's going on. Like, am I going to pull out? You know, when when I have the light and some other asshole is going to come. Like happened to me that time down in IOD on this, uh, you know, near the 79th Street Causeway. I'm taking my, what was on 10th Street or whatever that uh, side street was there, the shortcut to the causeway? 10th Ave. 10th Ave. And I'm taking my little strawberry shortcut with my nice blue, uh, whatever year it was, Corvette. And I'm sitting there, and the light turns green, and I, you know, pause. You always pause in this town. Pause a second or so. I uh, hit the gas, and all of a sudden, I see out of the, uh, thank God, I got a little peripheral vision. And here comes this asshole in a pickup truck, and he, he's just... He floors it because he thinks he's going to run the light. You can't run the light after it's already turned red, asshole, and you're like 50 yards from the intersection. But he did. So luckily, when you got a really fast car, I floored it. I mean, I just knew that uh, because otherwise he would have hit me right in the uh, passenger uh, on the uh, driver's side at the door. So he did nail me, but it was like on the ass end of the Corvette, and, uh, you know, God, I got a stiff neck now, you know? That's what I should have said. What a sucker I am. No, but seriously, this guy could have killed me there because uh, people in this town don't they, they can't be bothered with traffic lights. There are some of you out there listening to me right now who do this stuff and I'm going to tell you you belong in jail. And you drunk drivers, I don't care what Richard Essen or any of these other fakers tell you, you belong in jail. If you think that you can get in a 2000-pound automobile and go out there and just do whatever you want and maybe kill some people, then you belong in jail. Murderers and attempted murderers, they belong in jail. Let the people smoking a little weed, let them all out, and let's put the goddamn highway murderers in effing jail, is what I say. And take away your goddamn license and your registration and your plates and every other goddamn thing, and let's start uh, instead all this bullcrap, this phony horseball bullcrap of, oh, well, we're trying to condition the public and get you to drive better. Yeah, oh, you're doing a magnificent job, guys. You're doing a sensational job. Because this is the old propaganda that speed kills right. If you're going 43 in a 35, man, you're probably going to kill somebody. Even though there's no there's no sign of human life within two miles, as far as the eye can see, you're going to kill somebody. This state, man, no inspection system, people with bald tires, with no brakes, with no headlights, no taillights, no turn signals, no driver's license, no insurance, no brain. But other than that, don't confuse us with the facts and have a nice day. 10-20. Exercised about this, but but this one this morning was the worst I've ever seen, and it keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and you people that keep pulling this crap, man, somebody ought to just... I, I'm telling you, someday somebody's going to get out of their car and just blow your brains away. They're going to blow your brains out, because they're going to... Are you crazy? Are you nuts? You're trying to kill me. You know, mobile one cellular you a- 60 QAM.
1: I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers.
2: They're funky.
6: They're old. They're the California prunes. So then you're getting old and gray. And you're constipated every day. You want some relief. And that's for sure. And so for you, we got the cure. Just eat some of us. Eat us Every day. Every day. And then flush your glass away. Don't you know that they're wrinkled and they're tasty. Men are is so pasty. X mm. legs is nice, but it don't work fast. Just eat some poons. They're a real blast
4: on the body, yeah.
3: California prunes. what a way to go.
2: 1031 at 560 WQAM. Boy, I tell you, we had a ton of calls on there for, uh, what, five minutes? And then it's because I didn't take them right away. They all vanished. Well, I got news for you. I got lots to say. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Boca. Hello. Boca. Going once. Going twice. Boak is gone. Okay, one call left on the board. This is beautiful. Here's Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. I'm
7: calling from Miami. I've listened to you for a lot of years, and I enjoy your show. But I disagree with you with this Ken Starr, Bill Clinton thing. Uh huh. I mean Henry Hyde and uh, and Burton. When did they lie under oath?
2: Sir, lying under oath, we're talking about a sexual affair, okay, first of all. Nobody tells uh, nobody tells the truth about their sexual affairs. The president played semantical well, games with the definition of the sexual relations to try to evade. his own grave in this thing. He should have told the truth
7: sir, from sir, the beginning, me, and that's let, it.
2: Let me ask you the question. What difference does it make how many affairs the president had? How does that affect his presidency?
7: It affects his presidency because his credibility goes down the drain when he lies to the American people.
2: When he lies to the American people, did they, right. did they know when he, when he when they elected him the first time, did they know he lied about Jennifer Flowers?
7: Oh, well, he apologized for that. And no, it, no, no, no. said but, it was true.
2: But they knew he lied about it. No, they, they,
7: we didn't know he lied about that. No, yes, we they, didn't.
2: absolutely they did.
7: Well, they, they, they did their 60 minutes thing and all that, and then they apologized yeah. for it. Okay, the, yeah, that's
2: one. The fact, okay. But the facts came out, and they reelected him. Fine, was that no, was one co-
7: thing, you know, one thing. But now, you well, know, sir, he lied you're, on sir, you're
2: not, you're the roll. You're not listening jury. to me. You don't want to have a conversation. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You don't want to have a conversation. Go right ahead. The public knew that he was a philanderer, that he screwed around, that he was a womanizer. They didn't care then. People don't come clean about their sexual exploits unless somebody outs them. Dan Burton didn't hold a press conference. Conference to announce this until he found out that it was going to be that he was going to be outed. Any yeah, more than Henry Hyde held a press conference to tell us. Did it lie under oath? That that irrelevant. Okay, That's and a again, crime. you're playing soma- you're playing semantical games. And if it, if it's a crime, the question is: Is it a crime that disqualifies? Is it a crime against the people and the government of the country? That's the question. That's okay. what impeachment's all about. My my thing to you would so be. So I asked you a question: Is it a crime against the government, against the people of the country? Did, did he subvert the uh, the the U.S. former of government?
7: It's a crime to lie
2: under all in any corporate... Okay, keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. You got your mind made up, my Julio friend. I hope you have a wonderful life. I hope that you're as sanctimonious and good as Henry Hyde and Dan Burton and uh, Newt Gingrich, who says the president's a misogynist, by the way, and a woman hater. This is the same Newt Gingrich that was running around on his wife who was dying in a hospital of cancer, and he was running around having an affair on the side and uh, was quoted... Where the hell's my book? I don't have to get the book. You know what he said. He preferred oral sex because then he could say he never slept with these women. The Newtmeister, Mr. Goody Two Shoes, but the president's a misogynizer. This is the greatest case of the pot calling the kettle black I've ever seen in my life. We have uh, all the date lines wide open here. I guess I didn't get the people in date worked up. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello? Hello,
4: how you doing, Neil?
2: Okay, sir.
0: Um, two 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 uh, points I'd like to make. Number one, I'm a Republican. I wish they'd
8: stop the stuff with Clinton already because I'm tired of it.
2: Well, they're not going to um, stop it. They're, I know they've they're only just begun, like the I Carpenter know, said.
9: I know they're they're going to they're going to do it until the uh, the whole party's done, and, and they're going to probably probably impeach him. But that's not really what I'm calling about. I'm calling about the red light runners. Yeah. I live in Fort
0: Lauderdale, and I um. And I work in McDade County, and let me tell you, it's a war zone down there. In New York, what they did is they, I think, costs about, um, I think, about 40 or $50 million. It they put cameras on the lights, and they take pictures of these people, and they send them tickets in the mail.
4: Yeah. They decreased
8: the
9: red light runners by over 50%. I wish they would do some kind of system like that here in Florida, which I understand they were supposed to do that, but then it was declined when they voted for it out in California. But I wish they'd bring it down here, because a lot of people are going to start dying or getting major accidents from these
2: people that are running red lights. No it, question. I it's, guarantee it. You, be, you could bet somebody's life on it. Yep. It's a madhouse. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, that's what I wanted to call in. And, and, you know, and what what kind of people are these people? I mean, who does something like this? I mean, it's one thing if it's close, you know, if you just barely, you know, you're in a big hurry. You run it. You just, maybe you made it by a little or you didn't make it. But uh, nobody is going to be taken off the other direction that fast. But to be the third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh person in line, you're making a turn after the light has turned red. What kind of lunatic are we talking about?
9: They don't care. That's basically where it is. It's the laissez-faire of everybody around the world right
2: now. It's ridiculous. Okay, pal. Get a good bicycle. Sure. I'll see you. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. Two and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Mobile in Boca. What's the problem with Boca today? Huh? What the F is going on with Boca? They're not there. Here's West uh, West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey,
7: Neil. How are you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, two things with the
0: traffic. I'm all with you with that, first of all. It, it's a nightmare out there also. Uh, I'm sure you've seen this before. You're sitting at the light,
10: and the and you're at the straight-through lane, and the guy next to you in, in the left-hand turn lane,
4: mm-hmm.
10: he's sitting at the red light, and he just decides, well, I'm just going
2: to do a U-turn on the red. Oh, yeah, on the red light. Yeah, Nobody I see that all the time, that. yeah. God, I mean, that... I, I saw one yesterday. I'm going to the track last night, and there's a guy who's in a center lane, okay? It's a uh, six-lane. I forget what, what road it was on, Atlantic Boulevard or whatever. The guy decides he's going to make a right... He's in the middle lane, okay, of three lanes. Mm-hmm. The light is red. He's now going to make a right-hand turn. Yeah. Okay? And forget you. Right, no. I mean, so he's, he pulls over and he cuts off the guy next to him who's the first in line in the right-hand lane... And he's sitting there in front of this guy. Now the light has turned. The only problem is he can't go because the, uh, there's turning traffic that's coming. So he's got everybody else blocked off. Because off he, right? don't, don't confuse me with there's anybody else being on the road. Don't confuse me with that. And I they just don't, decided they don't I'm gonna, look. I have to go over there, okay? Right. And they figured if they don't look, then nothing's going to happen. You know, if they don't look back at anybody. I'm telling you, man, this state, the way, they, the way they keep sending dead people, you know, people that are 90 years old, they get automatic renewals of their license if they haven't had a ticket. And, of course, nobody gets a ticket for going 10 miles an hour like the old people do. They haven't had a ticket. They get a six-year renewal in the mail. They can be blind. They can be deaf. They can be dumb. They can be uh, paralyzed. A six-year renewal in the mail. This they is water for you, man. We, they don't give a crap about what's going on out there.
9: Can mm-hmm. I tell you one quick thing?
2: Yes, sir.
0: Well, I was uh, I was going down the road, and some guy pulled out right in front of me, right? I'm going, Jesus Christ, man. I'm doing 50, and this guy just pulls out. So then... He's cruising along and we pull up to the light and he's in the left and he
2: runs the left turn signal right. And I'm going, what an a-hole! And thank goodness there was a cop hanging a right. Oh, thank God! Oh, I, don't I, don't, I don't see that. I never see it. Turns the lights on. I'm going, going right. yeah. all right. you know, doing the cheer. About. Well, congratulations! Thanks for the good news. Okay, man. Have a great day. I never see that. You know, we got a lot of porkers out there. You know, did I understand they don't make the uh, they don't make the decisions? But they're out there with their little speed guns, their uh, radar guns, and they, you know, got the speed traps, and, oh, you're going three miles an hour over the speed limit. Man, give me a break, okay? All you goody-two-shoes, all you sanctimonious assholes out there telling us about how you're going to save lives because speed kills. Bullcrap. People that are driving drunk and on drugs, they kill. People that just have no conscience and have no ability to drive, they kill. You can get a goddamn driver's license at a Cracker Jacks box in this state. Get off a banana boat, hey, here's a driver's license, here's a green card, here's whatever you want, what do you need? Here's a voter registration card, have a nice life. Here's an old beat-up brown Toyota, a Toyota, a Corolla, with no brakes, no headlights, no nothing. And have a great day, have a good time doing it, this is America. Like those Jitneys you were talking about the other day. All those banana boat people driving those Jitneys around in Dade County, I've been talking about that for years. Hey man, you're discriminating again. Get off the road. You can't drive. Those things are pouring the oil out of there. They, they're they like in the middle of the road. And they just make whatever move they want to all oh, over the God. road. They, they they just move from the left-hand lane to the right-hand lane, back in the middle. They just, just get out of their way, don't you understand? Because they'd be doing something. I don't know what they're doing. This guy was stopped having a conversation with someone sitting on the bus bench. With Great. the door open. Just there stop. you go. Yeah.
10: Just no well, flashing he lights. having a
2: conversation, right. Just leave them alone. They're having a good time, right? Come on. 20 beat idea that Ken Starr, this uh, right-wing asshole from Texas, uh, sat the president down there, actually had him over there in the White House, on the cameras, and, and asked him the series of questions in detail in front of the grand jury about each and every one of these sexual acts alleged by Monica Lewinsky. That, and, and you wonder why he got bent out of shape and psychotic and reddened the poison, and got up and walked out of the room for an hour? Who who is there any person in the universe who would put up with that crap? No. We're talking about uh, sexual uh, McCarthyism, sexual which has hysteria over uh, did he do this, and did she have multiple orgasms, and was the cigar, uh, you know, was it a uh, whatever it was. And in Menso, was it a big one? Was it a soggy one? Was it a big, fat? Uh-huh. I guarantee it with that bitch. Hey, but don't forget to stop. and We got some Dolphin tickets to give away for the Steeler game before we got two pair today. Should we do it with the ninth caller, or should we just uh, give them to whoever I want to give them to? Whatever. What do you think? Yeah, I'll give them to whoever I want to give them to. We have two pair for the Dolphin Steeler game on Sunday, which you'll have to pick up needless to say. Here's a call from Chicago. Hello? Chicago? Hey, yeah. Yes, sir? Dale.
9: When are your uh, Best of Neil CDs coming out?
2: October 1?
9: 1. October 1st?
2: Yep, two weeks.
9: How about that Sammy Sosa? Huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable. Did you, you didn't have and to see? And not only, huh? You didn't have to see Larry King last night. He had Dr. Laura on there.
2: No, I wouldn't watch that if they paid me by the second. No, I was at the track losing my money. Well, I I did see Sammy hit the home run. Yeah, it
9: was something. A grand
2: salami. Yeah, in a game that was tied 2-2, and the Mets had already pulled their game out, and the Cubs needed to desperately. See, that's the thing a lot of people don't understand. They don't want to give him the credit, is he's doing another pressure of a tremendous uh, race here where the Cubs are trying for the wild card. And, uh, you know, McGuire's been under no pressure all year, basically, because the Cardinals have never been in it. But
9: Sammy has uh, so much class, and he's so cool.
2: Yeah, what did I miss with Doctor Laura, sir?
9: Well, the thing is, uh, I, I thought about you right away. Why then? Because is that? then, at the end of the at the end of the little spot there with yeah. Doctor Laura, there's Larry King attacked, uh, attacking Doctor Laura. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. So oh, I, I can't remind,
2: believe that.
9: I was reminded of uh, you know Larry and some of the things that you said about Larry in uh, Miami. Yeah. All the money that he owes all the people.
2: And nothing
4: to do with that.
9: Yeah.
2: Okay, well, have a great day, pal, and uh, great life up there in Chicago. What is he talking about? Is there anybody who knows what he's talking about? No. I sure don't. What does that have to do with the... In other words, Larry is attacking Dr. Laura, which is the... Uh, uh, let's hear it for Larry. Oh. Nice going, sweetheart. Never too late to grow a pear, even if a small pear. That sanctimonious bitch, Dr. Laura. So what does that got to do with the fact that Larry uh, skipped town and left everybody, uh, you know, holding the bag, holding El Saco? I don't get it. But, hey, thanks for calling, and we'll talk to you again some year. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
0: The other day, I'm sitting on Sample Road. I'm in the left-hand turn lane, waiting on the light to turn green. Between the turn lane and the other two lanes going westbound, there's a median. There's not not like a grass median, but it's painted. The line was 100 miles long to wait to turn, but we're all waiting our turn,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and this guy in a minivan Pulls up into the median right up into the front row because he's better than we are, so he doesn't have to wait on the line of traffic. So he cuts me off right in front of me to do a U-turn. I lay down on my horn. He stuck his arm out of his window and flipped me a bird. What was on his head but a goddamn yarmulke? Really? Yeah.
2: How do you like that?
0: Yeah. And he had his two two kids were in the back seat.
2: Mm -hmm. Were Were they wearing beanies, too? I couldn't tell. Huh. Uh, can I suck around for some Dolphins tickets? No chance. Not when you make an anti-Semitic comment like that to a Jew. We have an open line in Broward. Five, seven. Well, what the hell is that? You should have just told him, Cots the Hoist, crazy old Heeb, And that would have been more than I could respect you, okay, at least in the morning. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. oh five sixty five, sixty on the at t wireless line. As we continue rolling along, singing a song. Oh, but he lied under oath. Yeah, he lied about what? What in the world was it? What, what is this all about? This is a sleaze fest. You couldn't get him on Whitewater. You couldn't get him on Filegate. You couldn't get him on Travelgate. You couldn't get him on any gate. But he screws around, and he's not discreet about it to say the very best. Okay, well, big deal. That's a real revelation, isn't it? And we got somebody in the White House who likes to screw around. Wow, whoopee-doo, huh? And like I've said before, the rest of the world is laughing at us like we're a bunch of Stone Age goofballs. They can't even believe that this that this is being discussed. That this is wasting taxpayer time and money. With all this other stuff, we got a we got a global depression on the verge here on the horizon. And we're worried about is the president lying under oath about did he stick it in here and did she put it over there? Was the cigar an inmenso? Was it a swisher sweet? What was it? You know, sounds familiar. Emotional cripples. And in spite of that, the, the polls continue to show. Even as emotionally backward as the American public has been conditioned to be, the majority of them say, cut the crap. But we're going to keep the media, we, the, the right wing and the media, using the media as their uh, uh, deliverer of the message. We're going to keep banging away on us until we until we force you to change your mind. That, that's basically what they're saying. Aren't those polls changing it? Well, God damn it, get those videos on there. Get that tape on there. Let's get some close-ups and see how Reddy gets in the puss. Let's start showing a kind of stogie that it was. Let's put that on the ear. Let's get a, a soggy stogie and stick that there in front of everybody's puss. Oh, how disgusting. Like my mother said, he's a scumbag. Nice going, Ma. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
10: oh God. Yes, sir. Hypocrisy 101 is what we're looking at. This <laughs> is unbelievable.
2: They're hiding it, man.
10: Unbel- hiding in the a- anything you know the European community is just laughing their ass off at us. We're the big joke in the world. That's
4: what I just <laughs> said. Yeah. That
10: our that our national leader is being crucified over a, a sexual scandal. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Ready to puke.
2: Yeah. Besides,
10: Sammy Sosa last night had six RBIs. Too. That's so right, bit- six RBIs.
2: And by the way, he's got the major league lead in RBIs now. Oh. He's passed Juan Gonzalez by two, which everybody seems to be missing since Juan slowed down to a walk.
10: Yeah, and, and like you said, nice uh, on, Sammy. He- He's in a pennant
2: race, too, so he's doing it. <laughs> right. Amen. Have a great day, pal. Thank you so much. Yeah, they just don't want to give Sammy his due. Uh, you know, I don't want to go back into it again. It's, it's so stupid. These bozos that get on the air. Oh, well, he didn't break any record. Sure he did. They both broke the same record. They both broke the same record, the existing record. And now, of course, they can't have a they can't have a celebration and stop the game every time either one of them hits a home run because now it's an ongoing thing, and at the end of the season, we'll see who's uh, the ultimate uh, home run champ. But, I mean, when they both uh, crossed that 61 barrier, which was the previous existing record, and especially they did it in succession, it's not like Maguire had 65 when Sosa got number 62. He tied him. He broke the record, the existing record. Oh, no, he never... Yeah, right, okay, fine. He's too dark. He's from the Dominican Republic. He speaks with an accent, and I'm going to tell you, now, again, not to diminish McGuire, because McGuire's, you know, a good guy. But Sammy Sosa is a thousand times more exciting than Mark McGuire, and I don't care what anybody tries to tell me with their stupid, boring football games that we've had so far. This stuff that's going on with these two guys is the most exciting thing to happen in sports, certainly in my lifetime. I can't talk about ever, because I can't tell you about Ty Cobb and Walter Johnson and Saw Young and Babe Ruth. I, I Guess what? I don't, I don't like talking a lot about stuff that happened years before I was born, like Yeldi does coming on like some little pipsqueak, being an expert on stuff that happened hundreds of years ago. I'm afraid I can't do that. But in my lifetime, this is the most exciting crap uh, that's ever happened in any sport. It's uh, bar none. Here's Miami. Hello.
1: Neil, how you doing? Great. Hey, well, listen, first of all, you touched on a nerve. I mean, you touched it in the nerve, too. I touched uh, it. About, uh, probably, be,
2: probably Ken Starr will be here any right second when he finds out I touched it.
1: Neil, I, I got to tell you, man, the... the I mean, I guess I guess it's because you have people from all over the world here in South Florida that have their own set of rules when they drive. Mm-hmm. But I, I know exact. I mean, you're the first person i ever heard talk about this. When people have that left light on, no matter whether it's green, red, blue, or yellow, they continuously go and go and go. I,
2: I'm not exaggerating when I tell you oh, that. Oh, you're not, not, not sa- exaggerating. I sat there this morning horrified. I mean, you know, I've seen. I've been driving a long time, so yeah. I've seen everything you can imagine. But I sat there horrified, and I'm thinking to myself, How is this possible? These people are just barreling around here at at high speed against the red light while the other people have got a green light. No,
1: but you know what the most insulting thing is? Over here on Biscayne Boulevard in 163rd, uh, in North Miami Beach, they don't go and go and you and go and you and go and you and go. And you know what, Neil? Sometimes when I get pissed off and fired up, I I go out there and I sneak and I get in front of them and I stop them right in the middle of the road. Everybody else starts going and they look like complete idiots out there in the middle of the road. But then, of course, I might get killed one of these days if I continue doing that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah, but at least we'll, we'll
2: build a statue to you and say he uh, meant well. <laughs>
1: well when he, let intentions me tell you, were good. Neil, if I was a cop, I would sit out there and get, like, what, tw- write, write out 20 tickets, get my quota, go home early, and uh, get some sleep, man.
2: I mean, they, they could get these people, like, a, a dozen at a time, two dozen at a time. No no sweat whatsoever. They're out there doing it like uh, like a, like a bunch of bank robbers in broad daylight, and nobody's paying any attention. And the longer you let this kind of crap go on, the more they do it with com- uh, complete uh, immunity, uh, impunity, or whatever the hell it is, with palm immunity. Because they figured out. Oh, I mean, when's the last time you ever saw anybody get pulled over for running a red light? I've never seen it in my life. But hey, who the hell am I? One once one time. Once. Very good. Just like you got a busy signal on the mindspring one time. We have an open line at day, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. It's 1057. The QAM.
6: The Neil Rogers Show. Fort Lauderdale. The worst talk radio I have ever heard in my life was
2: on WOD. like uh, really unctuous. It's 1104 at 563, whatever it is, uh, 560 WQM. We got Hank at two. We got the Jimmy Johnson Show. Old JJ. What? Yeah, he's on there with Hank from five to six with the coach's show. As the Dolphins prepare to play a almost real team, the Steelers, on Sunday, that's that's a switch. Here's a uh, call in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
0: I went on a Disney trip this weekend. Yeah. And as I'm heading out there and I'm in the Disney area, I, um, I'm i going about 45 on a 35. And um, you know how there's a lot of different exits to the left, to the right. Right. And as I'm going driving down the right lane, these assholes come passing me like about 80 or 90 miles an hour in the right lane. Such a speed mm-hmm. that I couldn't get into the right lane. And this is just pathetic, how these people are speeding in, a, in an area called Disney World.
2: Okay, well, don't go back. Okay, by the way, there's this old lady at Publix with blue hair that's got a food stuck way inside her. We have an open line in Dade, and also she's driving a 1999 Corvette. Open line in Dade County, 567056. About the young Cubans of South Florida. Boy, it's a sad lot, I'll tell you that. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Buenos dias.
0: Buenos dias. I was listening to George in between Buona the... Martina. Yes, sir. I don't know how to speak Italian.
2: Um, Achepikia. I guess. Whatever the hell Menage a Yeah, go ahead, sir. I'm uh, just practicing.
0: I was listening to George in between the breaks, and how many times have you seen someone make a, fla- a flagrant violation...
9: And you see a cop on one of the corners, and you go, a, a that cop violation. is going to pack that yeah. guy, and they don't even go after them. Oh, all,
2: all the time. All the time. I mean, saying, if you're on your way to the uh, the, uh, the fresh donuts just came out of Dunkin's or uh, Krispy Kreme, it, or if you're on your way to the uh, supermarket to get the milk and eggs or whatever, I mean, uh, you know.
0: You just become appalled. You sit there and go, I can't believe you're oh, going I, after that I've guy. I've seen that
2: many a time. Like, uh, uh, they're they, they looking right at him, and it just, uh, well, it just yeah. didn't register at that moment, or it might take too much effort to turn around or do something, or maybe they're just going home.
9: And, and another thing is I have a friend who has a, a, a brother-in-law that came up from Columbia. He went to get his driving test. He went to get the state of Florida driving license. So he what, said, did he do, go
2: to 7-Eleven, get a box of uh, Cracker Jacks?
9: Well, well, guess what, I though. think
2: Crunch and Munch has got him this year.
0: He failed twice. And he passed on his third time, all in the same day.
2: He passed on the turd.
0: On the third time, he he failed twice. They didn't kick his ass out. They said, you "Come turd. back, turd." And... Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yes. They gave it to him again.
2: Well, uh, well but stop and think about this. Okay, and I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Renewal licenses for six years in the mail for six years. So in other words, if you're 95. They're giving you a license. You can drive until you're 101. You may have just gone blind. You may be deaf. You may have like uh, palsy. Whatever you got, but uh, the state just sends you a renewal in the mail. Hey, congratulations for not getting the ticket. Here you go. Go out and kill somebody.
9: It's a state. It's a state problem. Yes.
2: Listen. No kidding.
9: I, I got my Panthers tickets yesterday. They yeah, arrived. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they arrived right in right the
2: mail. Me, that's right.
9: Yep. And I got that little ice prize, the little ticket thing they give Man, you. And not bad
2: that. for uh, six grand, huh? Yeah,
9: exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, I'll see you there, pal. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, what a bunch of crap. crap. Now nah, they're nice. I like those tickets. Although, I'll tell you one thing. I see bad stories. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. I told you Terry Murray was going to be tearing his hair out by the roots. He doesn't understand what he got himself into. Terry's a good guy. I don't care what they say. He's a really good guy. Says here, scrimmage looks like last year's team Coaches is sorry to stay. And yesterday, this he was just disgusted, and he took him off. Uh, oh, God. Nauseated with the uh, scrimmage out there, and had these guys going through the motions and no motivation, and he's uh he's pissed off and fired up. I'll tell you that, and he's not going to put up with the uh, bullcrap that we saw last year. But the only problem is he's inherited primarily the same bullcrap team that we had last year without a goaltender. But they say Sean Burke made a couple of great uh, saves in practice yesterday. Oh! And the boy, Sean, the fine goaltender of the Panthers, as Defoe introduced him yesterday morning. The fine goaltender. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Defoe, you keep sucking away, sweetheart. Here's a lady mobile in Pember Pines. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am.
4: You know, in reference to these drivers, yes. I see them. I work in the emergency room, and I see these old codgers, 90-some years old, Boy. and they're driving, mm-hmm. of course, and they always are in an accident. It's never their fault. And you say to them, what is the deal with you? Can't You know, maybe you should give up driving. Oh, I drive perfect. Yeah. I've never gotten in an accident.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: No, they they don't get in accidents, they cause the accidents, because they're going so slow and erratically, and they're so terrified that people that are desperate to try to get around them do erratic and desperate things, and then they're the ones that wind up getting into wrecks.
10: Their reflexes
4: are like snails. Right. They should have some sort of rule. Maybe every year they have to go... Well, they've
2: tried to do that, and, uh, you know, we've got the Gray Panthers here in Florida, and, boy, you don't want to mess with them, because they have a lot of time on their hands, they go out and vote. So every time they try to pass any law that would require them to retake a driving test or do anything, oh, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to vote you out of office.
4: It's terrible. Yeah. I went to go get my license renewed, and there was this old guy who was, you know, very bent over, could barely walk. They're telling him to look in the vision, that little vision box. Yeah. He's saying, I can't see. Where's she
6: the says, box? It's...
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. And he got
6: look a license.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. I
4: was outraged.
2: Yeah. Well, at least uh, he walked out, you know, in the right direction anyway. Yeah, exactly. Have a great day. That great new arena, and we got that big uh, hockey fest this Saturday, and now all we need is a team. Oh! There you go. I know you're asking for a little bit too much. understand. don't get carried away. We don't want to get Baldy pissed off. Here's Davey. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Jane Dudley. What is it? It's Polish. Oh, okay. Hey, forget
0: about Geldy. uh see. <laughs> see. Don't forget about Geldy 100 years ago.
10: 20 years ago, it's before his time. Uh-huh. Anyway.
2: Yeah, see, he gets on there and he starts pontificating and whining, getting all hysterical about Bobby Thompson's home run in 1951 and stuff that happened long before he was born. I mean, where is his credibility? Does he have any? No. Of course not.
4: Did you
0: see anything in the paper talking about the national car rental arena? Uh, on the way home, people are going to have to pay 50-cent tolls on the way out. It was an article in the paper today.
2: What do you mean by that?
0: I guess on Oakland Park when you want to get on 75.
2: Well, yeah, when you get on 75, that's that. That was before they built the. Uh, that, that's the deal there. They built that so if you're getting on at that point, you got to pay the toll, even if you're going just to the next stop.
0: But I mean, if you, if you got all the people coming out, yeah, I mean, how long is it going to take to get home? If they everybody's got to stop.
10: Uh, don't you think that'd be some kind of How about, uh,
2: how about the 77,000 people that are leaving Joe Robbie stadium? I mean, P.P. Uh, Park, excuse me, formerly known as. How come those, uh, you've got 70,000 people and most of them going on the turnpike? Uh, they have right. to pay a toll. Yeah, you're right. Except once in a blue moon when they decide, oh, we're going to lift the tolls because we've got 80,000 people in here. And it's hectic and uh, Wayne's in a good mood or something.
0: Plus the Sunrise uh, mayor or whoever, there'd be no tailgating in the parking lot. Right,
2: either. that's right. And I, I say, I say, let's give him a hand. I say, let's uh, elect a mayor for life. Because most of the people that are heading in there, that have been out in the parking lot for an hour and a half, they're the ones
1: causing the trouble once you get inside.
2: Yeah. So. No tailgating. People don't tailgate at hockey games. I hate to break the news to the people of South Florida. You don't do a tailgate party before a hockey game, you bozos. Tailgating and public drinking go hand in hand, city manager Pat Salerno said, city manager of Sunrise. Adding that grilling with fire in a parking lot is not safe. It's also hard for officers to tell whether a tailgater is drinking soda or beer, he said. You know what I'm talking about? <coughs> there you go. Hey, let me take a sniff of that soda you got. Oh, my God. <coughs> this pud's for you, man. Tailgating. We got people that are... You know something? This is, again, we got some... This beautiful place, this fantastic arena, which I've been in there, and I fondled my seat, and the chair I'm going to be sitting on too. And, I mean, it's just palatial. It's beautiful. It's great. And, of course, yeah, I'm selfish uh, about that because it's right next to my house, practically. But we got all, well, you're going to have to pay a toll on the the, uh, uh, sawgrass and you can't tailgate and get extra drunk. Well, get extra drunk at home, okay, and come in a limo, for Christ's sakes. We got enough crazy drivers out there already with uh, you drunks driving out there. And I got news for you. The Plantation and the Sunrise Pulleys are just going to be out there looking for you drunks after those hockey games. I promise you that right now. I'm talking to my good close friend, the uh, chief, the uh, city of Plantation Police, the chief. I'm going to have a long chat with him. Make sure that they nail your ass if you're driving drunk out there in my neck of the woods. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
9: How's it going? Great. Quick question. Uh, We're actually a comment. Don't... Don't you think that the biggest thing that is really with the thing with the president now is more the media than anything else? Yes. I mean, they're inflating this so much, you know, and,
10: and
1: they're trying to make it something they that is... They
2: won't stop. They just keep pounding it and pounding it no matter what the polls show day after day after day. They show you the numbers, but then they start banging on it again. And, oh, he's in big trouble, and now they're going to release the videotape. And, they, and and now they're foaming on the, in, a, in, the, in the house this morning they showed a couple of minutes ago on CNBC. They're showing these, uh, they're they're just foaming at the mouth. And even the chairman of the Democratic National Committee now very self-righteously says, we will not give any, we will not give any uh, election campaign funds to any Democratic candidate who, uh, you know, makes a personal attack against his opponent. See, I, I, don't, I don't understand the double set of standards here. In other words, if this is going to be a criterion for holding office, whether somebody was screwing around, I mean, the lying about it, it goes with the territory. Anybody knows that. But if that's going to be a standard, then why the hell shouldn't we know about everybody's personal life? Exactly. Especially w- if we got people on the committee, the judiciary committee, who are going to be making these decisions. Who the hell are they to be calling a kettle of
9: black when they're pink? Exactly. And then the other thing, too, is don't they think that they've, you know, I think they've already humiliated quite a bit, you know, for him.
2: Yeah. You I mean, bet. it's like
10: you know, enough is enough. Right. I mean, every grotesque I think,
2: detail, every intimate. I, mean, I you, mean, who cares? Right.
10: Really, I mean, the only thing that I'm concerned, for example, is make sure that he's running, you know, the country the way he is, which I think he's doing a pretty good job. Yeah. And that's the only thing that we all should be concerned about. To Whatever crap, else he does in his private life is between
2: him and his family. Time for these people to cut the crap. crap. That's yeah. right. Quick question. Yes, sir. Could I, sir, get
0: those tickets for the Steelers game? Sure,
2: hold on. Give him those tickets. He's one of your people. He's sucking around. I think he's Puerto Rican. I don't care what he is. He's a good guy, and he's, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't even like Clinton, but he said all the right things, and he pressed my buttons, he's got a pair. We got another pair. Don't panic. Not that I'm going to give him away right away, because that would be... <laughs> we want to milk him as hard as we can. Even Elsie the Borden cow. Even Janet never got milked like this. Oh, you shouldn't say Jan Arena right after you say Elsie the Borden Cow. That's really a very <coughs> poor taste, I'll bet. Yeah, oh, this is the most despicable, the most disgust... Oh, and then they're saying that uh, they warned, the, the committee has already warned the uh, people in the White House and anybody else that any attempt to interfere, that, that any more of these leaks, these personal scandal leaks will be construed as an attempt to interfere with the work of the committee, and therefore these people can go to jail for it? They're going to be in violation of the law. So, so my question is, who's doing the covering up? We got all these sanctimonious right wingers who are, you know, they're starting to be dragged out of the closet. But if you bring that out, you were going to put you in jail, huh? How do you like that? So it's only the president's penis that's the only one we're concerned about now. We don't even care about Peter Norths anymore, or anybody else. All we care about is the president's penis and that one soggy cigar, and that uh, stain on the dress, etc., and so on. Oh, my God, this is just so embarrassing and humiliating, and at a time, coming at the worst possible time when the world is like topsy-turvy, and we've got all these serious problems to deal with, and no matter how many times this man apologizes and repents and goes through this song and a dance, no matter how, what words he uses, it just ain't quite good enough. To finally put a rest to it. And you people in the media, like I've been saying for months now, you need mental help. You need mental help. You're out of your minds. They just keep banging you and whipping you in, uh, into a frenzy with us. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. What's going on, Neil? Not much.
9: Hey, do you think it was a torpedo or a Churchill?
2: Don't say Weinstein Churchill.
9: <laughs> no, Neil, uh, honestly, um... What I called to talk about with Sammy Sosa, I think it's unfortunate. I, I don't think they thought he was going to make it. And that's why they did, to, they did what they're doing to him. What do I, mean
2: they didn't think? How long does it take to put some He's younger than Maguire. He's coming into his prime now. He's peaking, uh, you know, uh, what difference does it make? How many hit last yeah, year? How I, many did Roger Maris hit? He never had more than 39 any other year except the year he had 61. What does that have to do with no, anything? No, I, Contest, believe me. You that'll be worse your life. than
0: uh, giving it to
9: Malone when they should have given it to Jordan. A yeah, you of you
2: years. can bet uh, Henry Hyde's life on that. Okay, whatever you say. We have an open line in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the uh, mobile line. Tailgating and scalping banned at the arena. Oh! There you go, all the scalping thing. Ah, come on, grow up already. Well, what what is the big deal with that? Why is scalping such a big deal down here? You go to Toronto right there on Carlton Street by Maple Leaf Gardens on the day of a the game. There are guys running around with fistful. You want golds? you want greens, you want reds? What do you need, eh? Need a couple of golds, eh? They got all the tickets you want, and nobody, they don't get busted. Nobody pays any attention. Man, the tailgating, get rid of it. We don't need tailgating at hockey games, okay? Next thing you know, we're going to have too many sparses on the team. Don't we already have Peter Worrell and uh, Kevin Weeks? Uh-huh. Kevin ain't signed, but, you know, we already got a couple of rows sh- 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 on there. That's enough for right now. Let's not overdo it. But tailgating, when you start bringing that uh, football-type mentality in there, we don't want that. We don't want any violence in our game. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's right. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey,
11: how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Um, I mean, tailgate. Why are you going to tailgate? Number one, it's not just the hockey events. You, I mean, are you going to tailgate for the uh, Elton John and Celine Dion? Oh,
2: sure. Yeah, especially I mean, Celine Dion. You got to get good and drunk to enjoy her singing.
11: <laughs> uh, you, I mean, even if you're hot, you can't even you know do yeah, that's that. That's true. Um, even if
2: you're doing magic mushrooms, you couldn't stand that her puss.
11: Uh, terrible. And, you know, they're taking away from. Clinton, Too bad you know?
2: she wasn't on the Titanic. You know yeah.
11: yeah. You know, um, you're talking about like you know, if, if Clinton's doing the correct job as president and everything like that, how can he do the job when all he has to answer questions about? Is a stupid controversy.
2: Yeah, they get the president of Czechoslovakia here yesterday, and uh, they have a press conference, his first press conference in months, and almost every question to both of them is about uh, Monica Lewinsky and did he answer truthfully? Who? Who cares but if he like, truthfully? Who cares where they stuck the cigar? I mean, we're talking about such juvenile stuff here that anybody who's making these statements ought to be embarrassed. Well, they ought to like, get red um, in the face and go off in the corner and hide. Remember and when McGuire came
11: down here and uh, they were asking him all these stupid questions and everything like that? I mean, yep. ridiculous questions about his life and everything like that. It's just, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's just the uh, mentality of some of these reporters. Um, these drivers, you think the t- drivers down here are bad? Oh, my God. Go to, like, North Florida. Yeah. Unbelievable. We got a bunch of old people. And he got well. He got, got Lawton up there in Tallahassee, and all the costumes. Oh, you think it's five. They go about ten, twelve at a time through there. You know, absolutely ridiculous. But uh, oh yeah, and uh, you know Wayne's actually doing something nice for Joe Robbie. Yeah. About like that. What is that? Oh no, he's doing. Uh, they're putting. I don't know if it's him. The statue. Uh, yeah, the statue. Right. Oh, is that is that him, his doing or does well, that... I'm
2: sure he's. Uh, you know, he, somebody probably came up with the idea and said, oh, okay, if you say so.
11: Yeah. Are you going to the Dolphin game this weekend? No, I'm not.
2: Can I go please? Can you go? What, what do you mean? Oh, you want those
11: tickets? Impossible. Uh, okay, milk. no
2: problem. Okay, there's another other pair. That's the end of our tickets. See, I could have milked it uh, for later on. I do not know where he was going. But he sounds like he wants to go. And give him the damn tickets, okay? Sounds like a reasonable go- guy to me. 11.26 at 5.60. Q.A.M.
4: This is the Neil Rogers Show.
6: This is your brain. Any questions?
2: We better call up Rick Riley, see what we're going to do about this damn stock market being down 200 and some odd points today. Better get him on the phone. July 4th meeting between Monica Lewinsky and El Presidente. Just before leaving, according to Ms. Lewinsky, she told the president that I wanted to talk to him about something serious and that while I didn't want to be uh, the one to talk about this with him, I thought it was important that he know. She informed him that Newsweek, this is in Newsweek, by the way, the new one. She informed him that Newsweek was working on an article about Kathleen Willey, a former White House volunteer who claimed that the president had sexually harassed her during a private meeting in the Oval Office on November 23, 1993. Michael Izikoff of Newsweek had talked with Ms. Tripp about the episode in March of 97 and again shortly before July 4th, and Ms. Tripp had subsequently related the Isikoff conversation to Ms. Lewinsky. She understood that Ms. Willey was looking for a job, and she thought the president might be able to make this go away by finding her a job the president responded that the harassment allegation was ludicrous because he would never approach a small-breasted woman like Ms. Willie. Oh. All right. There you go. You can toss that bitch right out the window. Man, oh, man, he wouldn't touch those little raisinets with your hands, okay? Yeah, she was looking for a job, just like uh, all this stuff in here about, well, when, uh, you know, Monica started threatening and this and that because, uh, well, you know, she needs a job, and she gave him a job. And they, yeah, right. Bunch of scandalous, crazy bitches is what we're talking about. Beware the spurned, scorned bitch. And that's the reason we're in the middle of all of this crap. That's what it's all about. It has nothing to do with anything else. Oh, but if you lied to me about that. Right. Who isn't going to lie to you about that? I want you to answer me the question. Who isn't going to lie to you about that? Who in their right mind is going to go into every graphic detail of some, uh, uh, especially some married guy who just happens to be the president, by the way? Oh, sorry. We have an open line in date, 5670560, pound 560, on a mobile one line. There's a mobile in Port St. Lucie. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, pal? Great.
3: Listen, I just want you to know, my father just turned 88 about three weeks ago. Oy! He got his re- six-year renewal in the mail. All right. All right. Great. He called me up to tell me how happy he was. I went over there the next day, had a long talk with him. i have taken his license. My father can't even operate the garage door opener. when
4: well
3: I drive. I took his license, and now I said, Pop, if you need to go anywhere, my wife or I will take you wherever you need to go. There you go. And now I'm in the process of selling his car. Excellent. He doesn't need to be driving anywhere.
2: Good work, pal. You're welcome. Congressional Medal of Honor to this guy. Take that driver's license away immediately, if not sooner. I think the only uh, old part that ought to be able to drive is my mother. Other than that, take all the rest of them, take their license away. Now get him off the road. You only say that because you don't want to have to
1: drive her around everywhere.
2: Good point. Well, I'm not. to No, she can drive, okay? And she and the good thing about her is she doesn't drive very little. She goes to the store. She comes to my house when I go on vacation. That's about it. That's she. She don't go out there diddling all around like a lot of these other crazy people. Open line at Broward five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one. Oh, I haven't even told my Baskin Robbins story yet. So yesterday, and now I feel better because I found out that Fat Joe ate that pint of Dulce de Leche, that haagen yesterday, or at least some of it, most of it, all of it, two of them. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. See, he's, uh, oh, God, his taste is so bad. You know, if you're going to be fat, at least be fat eating good food. No, seriously, that's a good... If you're going to eat ice cream, don't eat crap. Dulce de leche, my ass. It's Crap. That, that Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. So I leave here. I go and get my mail, which it's uh, trickling. It's uh, trickling. It's coming in. And then I, on the way, I figure it's right on the way, I'll go up University Drive there and I'll stop at my uh, Baskin Robbins there, uh, north of Sunrise Boulevard, and get me, like, that Jamoka swirl I talked about, the sugar-free, that was so good. Instead of going and getting something loaded with sugar in there, you know, So I walk in there, hey, the the guy's on, Neil, how you doing? You know, always that deal. They all know Neil. Guy's name, I think, is Miles. How you doing, Miles? You're okay in my book. Good guy. Didn't let me pay for it, by the way. So, and they don't have it. I said, how's that uh, sugar-free stuff? You mean the Jamoca Swirl? I said, yeah, that's why, oh, we don't have it anymore. He had heard me talking about it, but unfortunately, the Baskin-Robbins people stopped making it. Well, I was just talking about this the other day. Every time I find something great, they uh, they stop making it, whether it's Arby's, Wendy's, now Baskin-Robbins. And then this damn haagen it says limited edition on these caramel brittle crunch bars. You better go out and get them now. These caramel ice cream with caramel swirl dipped in haagen milk chocolate coating and peanut brittle crunch bars. Oh, God. Those will put a tingle deep inside your... Wreck ...and other parts that we can't even mention on the ear. Even your uvula will be flapping when you taste those. So anyway, they don't make that anymore, so I had some of the low-fat stuff, which... Uh and thank you very much, Miles. You're a good guy. You're okay by me. Yeah, and Baskin-Robbins, at least, is good ice cream. I don't think there's anybody who would dispute that. But Haagen-Dazs is... Crap. Yeah. And you're putting on a... That would be like going out and uh, going to the Olive Garden and having an Italian meal or something like that. I say Italian meal? <laughs> yeah, right, pseudo-Italian meal. Jeez, I mean, get with it. If you're going to be fat, which you are, and so will I, at least eat good stuff that's a fattening. Not, not a bunch of... Crap. 22 till noon at 560 WQM. Mandage, called the game starting at 1. Only on Sports Radio 560 Q A.
3: Liberty, Parrot Cuba. Liberty, Parrot Cuba.
6: As prosecutor for the right, you're like a Nazi from the old Third Reich. A Clinton's anus to find anything like women who like it. What's your problem, Kenny start? Don't you think you've gone too far? Everybody thinks you are like Joseph McCarthy. Did you know that Joe McCarthy was gay? Look kind of like he can't except he never bathed. He kept right home, close by his side. Until he got fired, went broke and died. What's your problem, Kenny (laughs) Starr? It's too bad Edward Murrow's gone. He would want to take you on, like Joseph McCarthy. Creep, 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 oi! Creep, 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 oi!
2: So here's a fact that says John Ford is absolutely the worst talk show host in the history of broadcasting. Someone finally has surpassed Joey Reynolds. I never thought I'd see the day that would happen. P.S. And I didn't see this because I was at the track last night losing 90 bucks. P.S. Those assholes at Whammy screwed up the end of your 1030 show last night. By the way, I want to congratulate Terry Kerr on a miserable performance at Pompano Park last night. Thanks a lot, Terry. Huh? Somebody steer him in the right direction, okay? Oh, man, is he killing us. Okay, where are we going? Here's a, a mobile in Miami. Hello.
0: Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, um, listening to that Kent Starr thing, I've noticed that every time they show him in the news, he has that smirk on his face. Yeah, like he's, he knows he's got a he smirk
2: have... on his pussy, and he's got that coffee uh, decanter, that yeah. jug. He's got a jug in his hand.
0: <laughs> Reference to that fact that you just sent you. It's true. I was watching the show last night, yeah. and the last couple of seconds, you were talking, but it was I guess it cued in the voice of the, you know, telling people what they were going to show next on Whammy. Yeah. And that was what was being heard. Not so in other voice. words, they stepped
2: on me? Is that what you're saying? They stepped on me on that show on Whammy last night?
6: All
0: over you, Oh, sir. nice. All nice going. All
2: right, man. I probably got the footprints on my uh, rectum, if you know what I mean. Have a great day, pal. Take care. Thanks for the good news. They're stepping on me on Whammy now. That's probably because they didn't want to hang around here for Stephanie and, uh, and Rob to give me some kind of propaganda. What was that all about? Why is he always so mysterious? Why can't this man just come out and spit it out, so to speak? Why can't he just say what's on his mind? He's always but dancing around the edges, around the periphery of whatever he wants to say. And I just, uh, I don't have like uh, 75, 80 hours a day to wait for you to come out and spit it out, Rob. We have an open line in date 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one-line. And by the way, George has been warned. You only get two warnings on this. If he ever makes a comment about Danny from Whammy's Feet again, he's out. That's it. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
3: Hey, how's it going? Uh, okay. my, brother, my brother-in-law works at over at the, uh, the new arena doing the communication work. Right. And he he saw the the practice the out there. And he said that Sean
9: Burke was like a brick wall, and Kirk McClain was just letting everything.
2: I can Well, I got news for you. It'll be uh, it'll be the you know today. It'll be the opposite because between the two of them, they're both very inconsistent. And uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm hoping for the best. Maybe Sean Burke, with a change of scenery, will wake up and to be consistent. But he never has been in his career. Okay. Uh, one other and thing. And keep in mind, he's been on a hundred different teams in the last year.
3: Yeah, that's true. One other thing. Uh, speaking about bad drivers, yes, of On the same thing. I'm sitting out I'm working out by the airport, and I just watched the same plane miss twice on a landing, and flew back around again twice.
2: In other words, it, uh, they aborted the landing?
3: They aborted the. They bolted the landing.
2: Is the weather real bad out there?
3: No, it's I'm perfect. Who's skies.
2: <laughs> Well, maybe they're practicing. You know, practice makes perfect. Of
3: course. I mean, I don't know if I could say it, but you probably blank it out, but it's fine air.
2: Okay. And they, and they crashed once, right? Why would, I, so, why, would I bl- why would I blank that out? You know, you know how their you know pilots must be. And uh, the, what I've always said, and that other one, I don't want to mention the value jet, but when you see a plane with a clown uh, laughing at it, you know, that's uh, not always a good sign. Have a great no, day, Val.
4: It's Air okay. Tran now.
2: Okay. Okay, whatever you say. He's uh, picking on the airlines. Yeah, that one time coming back from Amsterdam on uh, Martin Air, we aborted the landing, and uh, I've told this story many times. And it was raining, and it was windy, and as we were coming in, you felt kind of like a little uh, unstable, and all of a sudden, just a few feet from the runway, hey, we're going back up again. It was pretty nice up there, huh? Yeah, let's go back up there where it's safe. And then I found out later on in the day that a whole bunch of flights had come in and that happened. I guess that's not really all that unusual. I mean, I've only had it happen that one time. Thank uh, Madeline O'Hare. Thanks somebody. By the way, do you ever see Madeline again? No. She run off with the money? Uh Uh-huh. Good. Hope she has a good time with it, that old bitch. Wrinkled up old bag. What's she going to run off with money for? We have an open line at Broward, 5670560. That is a mysterious thing, though, isn't it? That she just vanished from the face of the earth, Madeline Murray O'Hare? Just disappeared. I mean, uh, we don't know if she's dead, if she's alive, if she absconded with a I I mean, how much money could she get? Atheists don't donate any money. Well, what does that mean? Anybody out there know where Madeline is? No. Maybe she'll be on with Larry King tonight. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Great.
10: Uh, I'm not doing so hot.
2: Why not? What's the matter?
10: Oh, I read that paper yesterday about Wayne not allowing, you know, tailgate parties. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it's not football. Okay, fine, yeah. I mean, football is tailgate parties. It's not, parties not that Wayne's all
2: that. not allowing tailgate parties. The city of Sunrise is not allowing it.
10: Uh, I find that hard to believe. It. He was probably pushing it, too, and then scalping, too. You know, well, well,
2: wait a minute. Let me ask you this: Doesn't Wayne own PP Park, and don't they have tailgate parties over there every uh, game?
10: Yeah, they, yeah, he does. So what but the hell? Sure...
2: I mean, you can blame him for a lot of things, but he has no authority to make decisions about tailgate parties at the new arena. Because but let's he, blame him anyway.
9: Because if he said if he said no tailgate parties at, at uh, PP Park, uh, actually Joe Robbie, first thing that's going to happen: sales are going to go down. I mean, this football that isn't you know that isn't hockey. Hockey's different different sport. You're just trying to nip this in the bud before it starts. Mm-hmm. I mean the guy leaves a bad taste in my mouth, honestly. I mean really I'm so... that's what
2: Monica said too.
9: Oh God. I guess I am just so ecstatic that you know that he sold the Marlins. That I'm i I might actually go to a Marlins game next year. Sure. You know
10: you might actually let
2: me... have a team almost worth watching and they might create an atmosphere out there that um, starts making it fun again instead of a suicide inducing.
9: What's the name of this new guy that's buying the team now? John Henry that's right. He's a
2: pile-driving guy. He's got bad piles, but he's going to be a hell of a good owner.
9: I, I, I read in the paper, he was like, I don't need I don't need the city to buy me a stadium. If I want a
10: stadium, he'll I'll, build his build, own
2: goddamn I'll, stadium. I'll
10: build my own goddamn stadium. you know what? We stadium. agree. That's build right. your
2: own goddamn stadium, John. We're real happy to have you, but uh, build your own damn stadium. And, you know and buy what? the hockey team, too, please, because we want to get rid of Wayne
9: there badly. And I'm ecstatic. I mean, it's I'm going to tell
2: ecstatic. you something. Pavel Burry is sitting up there. He's been suspended. The Vancouver Canucks. This guy's the most exciting player in the whole National Hockey League. It's not even a contest. And he says he will never play for Vancouver again, which he said for two or three years in a row. But this year, I think he means it. And here's a guy. Why doesn't somebody come along? Why don't we open up our checkbook, say, okay, we'll make a deal for you. We'll trade you whoever the hell you want. You want Sean Burke. You want Niedermeyer. You want Warner. We'll throw in a kitchen sink. And of course, they don't want Kirk McClain because he, he sucks. But at any rate, uh, would we get him because he wants too much money? No. He's a high paid. No. We don't have no superstars because we don't pay any money because Wayne still owns the team. Of can, you, not. can you imagine the excitement opening night at the new Mac arena out there in sunrise and Pavel Bure comes out on the ice for the panthers oh my god we would be moist
9: no oh, tell me about it no let me tell you something tell all me this, something all this all this crap about him you know
10: pouring money into the panthers it ain't gonna happen. Not not for another what, what year. What crap
2: about pouring money? He, nobody no. said he's putting any money into it.
9: There's no way he's going to do he's it. He's a
2: cheap prick. We all know that.
9: Oh, absolutely. Anyway, Okay, pal, well, I'll
2: see you there and uh, no tailgating, okay? No tailgating at hockey games. Oh! Just cut the crap. We have an open line at Dade 1 and Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Don't forget this. Uh, and, and I don't want to be negative, man. I love hockey. I love my Panthers. I love my Maple Leafs who are laughing <laughs> stock of the world. But, but this ad, I keep pointing, I saved this from yesterday's Sun Sentinel on page 7C, as in see this. Oh, this this is bad. I am not a goody two-shoes. I'm the farthest thing from a prude. I got a great sense of humor. But th- who, whoever came up with this ad should be fired. Shows two screaming kids on this page. This coming on the heels of little kids blowing away their classmates and teachers and all these other shootings in schools and everybody out of their minds with guns. Shots fired, and it's circled in red. In red circle, like, hey, look at this. Shots fired. (laughs) Screaming crowds, live Panthers bring the kids. And, of course, it goes on to be an ad for the Hockey Fest this Saturday at at, uh, the Mac Arena. Which goes on, by the way, from uh, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. There'll be uh, player autographs, free admission, free parking, (laughs) slap shot cage, uh, the the unveiling of the New Jersey at 2 o'clock. See, even that is not done well. It says New Jersey unveiling at 2 p.m. No, the New Jersey... You know what I'm saying? The, un- Oh, it should say the unveiling of the New Jersey is what it should say. Hey, you're a genius. No, don't take a genius. If you're gonna... New Jersey unveiling. Hey, they're going to lift the curtain. Hey, New Jersey. God, there's Hoboken. There's Teaneck. There's Tenafly. There's Englewood. Get out of here. Locker room tour. Oh, that's right. They're going to let you go in and mark the spot. Squirt, squirt. I already marked Ray Whitney's spot. But he's uh, are not too happy about it. Oh, guess who I haven't heard from in a long time. Okay, we have an open line at Dayton, one in Broward. Six seven oh five sixty at pound five sixty on the mobile one line. You know what I have to say about it? Oh. Yes! Oh God! My life is uh, so peaceful and calm now in the house. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello.
10: Neil, hey, how are you doing? Great. Yeah, I'm married, and I guess under the the courts uh, the courts and uh, Clinton's definition of sex, I, I haven't cheated on my wife yet either. You know.
4: Uh huh. But oh, that's the, good.
10: Yeah, but seriously. uh Cheating, obviously, I mean, it, 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 I think it goes hand in hand with lying. If you're going to cheat, obviously you're going to lie about it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, nobody cares or not, not, not that nobody cares, but in my opinion, I, and I, I think you feel the same, it, it doesn't carry the weight because it doesn't affect any national policy or any interest that the country is trying to, to attain, uh, national debt and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. social security. So I I just I love that these stories are coming out now on these people and they're, they're going to kind of dig their. Own graves, and it's definitely going to be a backlash in November at the polls because I'm going and I'm voting 10 times Democrat across the board. You know,
2: 20 times.
10: (laughs) So I I hope. Do you think there'll be a backlash on them as as time comes out?
2: It's it's really hard to say. You know, the thing is, uh, they're hoping that people are going to get so turned off that Democrats are going to stay home, and they're not going to come out and vote, and as a result, they're going to have this big landslide. But, I mean, why the hell would anybody want to reward this witch hunt that's going on here, which is, uh, you know, attempting to bring down a whole goddamn government and, uh, you know, a a, a circus, a sideshow in a circus here, which is deflecting uh, all of our attention and the government's attention away from the things that they should be taking care of business, like maybe passing a Budget for next year would you, be good.
10: You know, see, they're, they're so revengeful
9: for Iran Contra and Watergate, and, yeah. and they're demeaning the office of the presidency. Forget about the guy, but they're really hurting the. So if they really cared about and, politics. And this, and
2: this indignation of theirs about, oh, this is the most disgusting. All, all they are is red in the face because now, you know, all, all that's going on now is it's being shown that they're a bunch of sanctimonious hypocrites like this woman in Idaho, this uh, Chenoweth woman, and, uh, and Burton in Indiana, who's nothing but a Nazi, and now Henry Hyde, who they pass off as, oh, he's such a wonderful the gentleman and a right. true... It's a bunch of bull crap. It is as partisan as the day is long, and right. that's the problem with this goddamn country, right. is politics in this country have nothing to do with what's good for the country. It's its a game between the pulling against each other, and it's, it's bad news, man. It's yeah, sickening. And,
9: but you know, Neil, the thing why I think there's going to be this backlash is because any moron, Democrat, Republican, yeah.
10: Libertarian, whatever, can see that... They didn't have to go to these extremes or, or come out with such detail. They could have easily done and made their case without that. You don't and, and
2: by the way, they're having their meetings today in secret behind closed doors. That's right. with about releasing the tapes. I thought all of this was going to be like in the, uh, in the sunshine, just like in Florida. Government in the sunshine and open to the public and on television for everybody to watch these hearings and this debate and this dialogue. Oh, no, they're having closed-door meetings today to decide when and how and which they will release these tapes of his testimony. Beautiful. But it's not partisan. We want you to understand that. There's no partisanship, and we're going to be really fair. Right. You tell him, Henry. Just run and hide. Two open lines in day. The Q-A-S. The
6: Neil Rogers Show, Fort Lauderdale. Dude,
5: don't say pig, in front of Jesus. He likes to people. <laughs>
4: On the superman Driving
6: through Brentwood at night With a glove in his bag His evidence bag Waits at the Bronco
4: So back from a burger and fries at a restaurant near. A noise in the
6: rear. OJ is napping, dropping his socks near the bed,
4: but there's somebody there. Plucking some hair. He you the same old December cub. Where did the flow come from? All the same old December cub.
2: What are they trying to say? I killed Nicole. Oh, we know that. It's uh, 12.02 at 5.60 WQM on a great Thursday. Hey, it's okay. On a scale of 7, I give it about a 6.5. We got this guy in Weston who uh, had his marriage broken up and his life ruined by Henry Hyde years ago. He's married, but so was Henry. Here's a Palm Beach. Hello.
0: Hey, Neil. What up? What can
2: we do for you, sir?
0: Did you uh, see your friend Pat at Pompano last night?
2: No, she's, uh, on, uh, she's on a sabbatical. She's on a slow boat to China.
0: The, uh, I got a, a Titanic update in Utah.
2: No. they're uh, the is that they're, got... cho- that they're uh, censoring it? They're uh, chopping it up and offering yeah. a censored version, and they're getting sued by the studio? I saw that.
9: Yeah, I think, uh, I think Orrin Snatch may be involved in that. Could be. And uh, you cracked me up a couple of days ago. You were talking about you changed your uh,
7: your wardrobe for your, your TV show or your... Wearing those uh, Tommy Hidden Finger shirts and everything,
4: mm-hmm.
8: I'm gonna have to somehow know I'm gonna have to hook up my dish sharing so I can get that. Or this is channel 69, right? Right. But no idea what it'd be in Boca or whatever.
2: Well, uh, no, it's not. It's not on the cable. But I mean, you got to uh, put a UHF thing on there. I think you can get it if you have a UHF antenna. Yeah, I'll work on it in the video too. Okay. Thanks. Good luck, pal. Just keep working on it. We have two open outlets oh, against a lot of work on it in Boca's in it. Uh-huh. So like I said, don't work on it. Two open lines in Broward, 5670560 and Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. What do you think? Should Henry hide? What do you think? No. Let's bring him out. Let's put a spotlight on Henry. Let's shine a light in this crotch and see if there's any stains left over on what's-her-name's dress from 30 years ago. You never know. You never know what she might have hiding in the closet, in the broom closet somewhere, that old bag. She might have one of those old stained dresses from back in Henry Hyde days. Let's get the old evidence. You know what I'm talking about? I killed Nicole. Yeah, we know already, okay? Here's a Goulds. Hello. Hey Neil, how's it going? Okay, sir. Gotta apologize because I can't listen to your radio show at the office during the day. Too many computers, too much interference. But I was watching the TV show last night. Yeah. And you kept repeating a phrase over and over. Lying
3: under oath is not perjury.
2: That's right. <laughs> what you hey, look- hey, sir, you can laugh all you want. I mean, this, well, this, just a minute. You think I just made that up? This. Well, is I looked step- up the definition for perjury yeah. last night, and it basically says to give false information under oath. But that's not correct. That's not, the, that's not the total legal definition of what really constitutes legal perjury. That's not correct. It has to be material to whatever the uh, subject matter is. And the judge in the Paula Jones case has already ruled specifically that that testimony was not material to the case, and the case has been thrown out anyway.
0: But we're talking about now the Monica Lewinsky issue, where Ken Starr in a federal grand jury asked him
9: if he had sexual relations
2: with her. Yeah, and again, he's playing semantics. He was playing the same uh, semantical game with them. If if you think we ought to impeach a president based on semantics because he was trying to avoid getting in the juicy details of who touched what and who did this, uh, then then we got real problems. I mean, I understand it's nitpicking, but I mean, Ken Starr was in there investigating a lot of things. Well, let me ask you something. How come Ken Starr was investigating the president's sex life? Will you tell me that? Because. Three the judges
0: mandated and formed the federal, the the, uh, the special prosecution,
2: the independent counsel's office. He yeah. didn't just want to win, started what to What business did, the, did this righteous right wing Ken Starr have going on a, a sexual McCarthyite uh, witch hunt of the president's, uh, of every detail of his Janet sex life?
0: Reno's office initiated it. Yeah. She's the one that gave him the right. I know gave that. Him the authority. I know
2: that. I've said that many times. But, but what, what, why did he have to expand it to the point where he had to go into every juicy detail? And what difference does it he make? He was showing a pattern. A pattern of what? what on her, on her dress? Jones? On her dress? A pattern oh. on her dress? No. no. There's There's, I mean I understand, squirt, I understand I understand what you're saying. Neil. Squirt, squirt. It's a it's a ridiculous issue having sex. I understand that, but that's the bigger issue here is that if he was lying under oath, what you know kind something? of precedent are we setting for future sir, presidents? Let, let me say it again. Oh, come on, it's setting for future presidents Reagan lied about Laurent Contra, Bush lied about it, uh, uh, Johnson lied about the Gulf of Tonkin to give us an excuse to go into the war in Vietnam. I mean, well, sir, are you really that naive? It gives a president I'm, naive. Naive. I'm going I'm to tell, tell you if every president lied only about his sex life, we'd be in good shape and have a great day. Jesus Christ, how can there be so many dumb people out there? Oh, it's such a dangerous president. And let me tell you one more time, ask Greta von and brown and Roger Cossack and all these other legal experts on CNN and all these other 500 networks. They've been saying it 20 million times. If you listen to a newscast or read a newspaper, lying under oath does not constitute perjury, sir. I didn't just make it up. Look up in the goddamn book, okay? Like Larry King would say. Isn't that what Larry would say? Uh Look it up in the goddamn book. Jesus. And on the one hand, he's saying, well, you know, it isn't really much. But on the other hand, it sets a a bad precedent. Let's face it, you want him out. That's your entitled to your opinion. I don't happen to agree and have a great day and a great life. I think it's pathetic. I think it's embarrassing. I think it's degrading and humiliating. And if you can't nail somebody on it... See, this is the thing. There's a constant pattern, all right, And that is when you go after this and you can't nail him and you go after that and every other goddamn thing out of the sun and you still can't nail his ass. Ah, here's something we can get him on. Because there was hanky-panky going on and he lied about it. You think the Kennedys would have given honest answers about their sexual exploits in the White House? No. Oh, man. Jesus, Joseph and Mary. You think that Eisenhower would have talked about his German mistress? No. You think that uh, Nixon would have talked honestly about his uh, Chinese girlfriend? No. Or that Bush would have talked honestly about his extramarital affair? No. Oh. Who am I leaving out? Oh, oh, and then oh, there's a great, I'm so glad that this guy called. Woo! I'll find which paper it is. One moment, please. I always read the letters to the editors because most of them are from silly old people who are senile and nobody else has time to waste writing letters to the editor. It was about, now it must be in a herald. Okay, one moment, please. Play some music. That crap? Okay, here we go. It's in a Herald. Here it is. When I was born, Harold Courtney in Pembroke Pines is probably 110 years old. When I was born, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was president. The esteem for the presidency was instilled in me by my parents and teachers. Presidents Harry Truman, Dwight Eisenhower, Ronald Reagan, and George Bush may have had their faults, but they did not embarrass the country as President Clinton. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, there you go. maybe next time we can uh, find a president who won't embarrass us in what he's saying. You know, isn't that interesting, FDR, who had a mistress almost the entire time that he was in a White House, while his bull wife Eleanor was off uh, living with her girlfriend, not even in the same goddamn house. So God forbid that President Roosevelt, who uh, got us through the Depression and World War II, and four terms in office, by the way, God forbid that he should have embarrassed us by uh, cheating on his wife. I mean, get out of here, you silly old farts. These people that live their lives on with some kind of a blanket over their head with blinders on like a goddamn horse. What am I getting all worked up about? You know what I mean? It's just, it's just so silly that it's pathetic. It's just tragic. Ten minutes past noon at 560 WQM. It's uh, 1216 at 560 WQM. Oh, they did a perfect day today. Thank you, um, Nisi. and Chuck, of course, from the city. This is exactly the way I want it all the time. You know what? This could be basically my meal for the day. We have two open lines in Broad because we're not giving away any more Dolphin uh, Steeler tickets today. So, it's you know, it's not going to be as easy as it might have been. Every time we do that, we have a lot of, you know, we get some interesting calls. People who otherwise aren't quite as motivated to call in and say something that might be on their mind. You know, the last guy, see, that pains me. I mean, I can disagree with you all day long. Everybody's got a right to their opinion. But when you don't know what you're talking about, when you're making juvenile statements that on the face of them, oh, it's, it's a dangerous precedent. What, that the presidents uh, aren't going to go into their sex lives if they're screwing around? I hate to break the news to you. Even, uh, who, which, which one of these right-wingers the other day was saying that even politicians, oh, that it was, uh, was it Buchanan? No, not that far to the right, but almost. Even politicians have a private life. How do you like that? What a concept. Even people, celebrities, show business people, should have a private life. Where did all this stuff start anyway? The idea that because somebody is famous, uh, these paparazzi and all this other bull crap that we heard about with the Diana stuff, with these tabloids, oh, if you're famous and you're making a lot of money, therefore we have a right to know who you're screwing, where you're sticking it. Uh, Based on what? Based on what? Here's Miami Lakes. Hello.
0: Hey, Neil, how are you? Great. I apologize profusely for that asshole who called earlier. Uh,
2: Which one? What,
0: that last caller, I believe it was?
2: About the dangerous president? Yeah,
0: I mean, it's right what you said. When you don't know what the hell you're talking about, I mean, you know...
2: He's giving me the definition of perjury, as as if we haven't heard it 10,000 times from these lawyers on TV the last two weeks.
0: (sighs) No, 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 what I wanted to say, I wanted to say a few things to you. I mean, first of all, why is everybody looking, first about the Clinton, why is everybody looking at this like... Uh, this is the first time somebody ever cheated on their wife, and, and this and that. I mean,
4: for Isn't Christ's it?
0: sake, look at Jimmy Swagger, what Jesus brother, uh, uh, you know he, he cheated with or whatever Jesus he brother, cheated that's or right. a prostitute or not. But oh, but then again, you know, Clinton is a lot worse. You know yeah, but
2: mean? now that we got this Henry Hart stuff, I think that they ought to put it on. We ought to have 24 hours a day. I mean, it's tit for tat. You know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Well, and we got the guy right now. down here. This old guy lives in Weston, that Henry Hyde was uh, broke up his marriage and was having an affair for four years with his wife.
0: Yeah. All right, let me tell you another thing. Yes, sir. Uh, to, to show you how much of a pussy this, this uh, government is, you go and tell Castro that he's cheating on his, on his wife and see how far you're going to get in the media, huh? You damn i You bamba. You won't even say, uh, and, and, and that's it. You're, Ken you're Starr should buddy.
2: be on death row right now. Oh. He should be having his execution on the CBS Evening News with Dan Rather. six thirty night.
0: I tell you, you've been, a lot of, you've been around longer than I have. And how many people, I mean, do you estimate that Castro has killed and nobody has touched him? You know what I mean?
4: Yeah.
0: I mean, give me a break and, and lay off of Clinton. You know what I mean? Okay. God damn. Second of all. Yes? About the traffic thing. Yeah? I'm a student pilot. Okay, and i tell you something. I'm trying to convince my boss to build a goddamn airport in this, in the back uh, parking lot so I don't have to drive in this damn place anymore. It is disgusting driving in Miami. It gets Okay, me pissed pal, good off. luck to
2: you. Okay. He's pissed off and fired up. He's got an airport in his backyard. We have an open line in date 5670560 and pound 560 on the eighteenth t He wants to have an airport there. That's what he's saying. He wants a uh, helipad, a launching pad, a something pad, a maxi pad. Sounds like he's getting so agitated he could use a maxi pad pretty soon. Look out, squirt, squirt. Oh, too late. Here's a call from Tavernier. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon to you, sir. Sir,
1: I got a question for we'll you. Go right
2: ahead. Uh,
1: with all the uh, 10,000 shows on TV and the 60 million talking heads,
2: mm-hmm. I've,
1: I've been searching desperately to find out what's going on with this grand jury. Are they in session, out of session? What's the deal? They're
2: still in session.
1: Well, then how can they make
2: this stuff public? Isn't it all supposed to be secret? I don't understand. Well, what do you mean? It's a, it, he's been leaking it out. Everything that he comes up with, they leak it out to the media. So, I mean, this tape, this tape, and yes,
1: all this uh, right, this, this presentation to the Congress isn't that all supposed to be part of the grant? what is their purpose in all this? Are they seeking the purpose is to
2: embarrass and humiliate oh, him, and run that. him out of office, and to make some political hay with it, and to take a stranglehold on the government, and uh, who knows what after that? I mean, you're talking about. Uh, Going against the Constitution, this is a blatant going. The founding it. fathers are ruling in their graves over this right now. I guarantee you that right now. Even Peter Graves ain't too happy about it. You know, they say, well, you're missing the point. He
1: lied. He did. I mean, that you talk about being very selective and nitpicking. I just don't get it anymore. And but st- it-
2: and, and even if you read the transcripts, Monica Lewinsky admits that she was uh, practically blackmailing him for a job because uh, he, you know, he uh, finally blew her off, so to speak, and uh, you know. And uh, we don't hear anything about her and her behavior. This was two consenting adults, and then she wound up with these sinister motives, and she gets together, and she's blabbing at everybody in the damn world about this. I mean, you're talking about a manifestly irresponsible bitch, and the media, they they, they aren't inter- interested in her. I Not mean, the least, but we're supposed to be f- feeling sorry for her.
1: Now, this is obvious, obvious uh, evidence of uh, a right-wing conspiracy. I mean, they want now us, us to believe that uh, we got a a moral leader in the white house that we need a moral leader right I mean, if that doesn't sound like the christian right i don't know what is
2: let's put somebody good in there like jimmy baker who can uh, really oh really yeah really right, right away right away As long okay. as you don't catch him it's all right there you go all have right, a great boy. day pal you too see ya yeah let's get jimmy Swaggert and jim baker and all those other good right-wing goyim in here, huh and pat robertson whose wife had the baby 10 weeks after they got married which we don't hear any more about that and that Paula Jones' first TV appearance was on The 700 Club with Pat Robertson. Just a coincidence, don't you understand? And when her lawyers quit and discussed Paula Jones when her original lawyers quit, and these right-wing lawyers came in, paid for by the far right, that was just a coincidence. They didn't have any ulterior motives, we know that. Because this isn't political. Keep in mind, the right-wing extremists, they're only concerned in what's good for America, right? (laughs) That's right. Here's Miami with six question marks. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Sir,
11: I think you should just shut
2: up already. Well, okay. Well, I think uh, you need a, a you need an uh, animal is what I think. Blueberry would be good. Flavor of the week at Baskin Robbins. Blueberry. Blueberry swirl I think is what it is. Let it. Uh, swirl right in there for a little while. Like I said, the young spics at Eight County man. We need so we need a we need a, a, a transfer. Send somebody's ones we got here over there and uh, get some bright ones uh, from wherever else they're coming from. Here's a mobile invoker. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
3: How are you today? Great. Good. Did you you were at the track last night, mm-hmm. and uh, A&E had biography on. Yeah. And they had the man of the hour, Mr.
2: Star. Oh, my God. And oh, my God.
3: And they, they, they pointed something out, that he gets up every morning and sings Christian hymns. Oh, he,
2: yeah, he's a fanatical uh, right-wing uh, religious nut. We know that.
3: that. That lady that called you last week about the gallows grin. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of truth to that.
2: You know, you know, it says in the Newsweek article I was reading last night in this week's issue that some of his staff members had to explain to him, you know, when Monica gave her testimony describing all the uh, intimate acts, the sex acts, they had to explain to him what some of the acts were. Hmm. How do you like that? Pretty scary. Yeah. Listen, you have a good day. And back to you. Maybe they had to get out a couple of blow-up dolls. Okay, Mr. Starr, do you understand? Okay, she put, uh, and he, uh, oh, God, you know. Go get Ken Starr a towel, okay? He's getting a little bit uh, overwrought. Oh, sorry, too late. 1220. By the way, lunch today is great, Chuck. Oh, God, is this steak and cheese and onions? See, this is perfect. If I could just drown in the sea of this every day, I would never uh, eat any of that other crap, any of that ice cream. No more ice cream, okay? Until uh, Italy. Oh, that's not that far away. 1225. We didn't expect it to run this long. That f***ing bitch. He has no problems. He has no problems spending money. Okay, well, thanks for the good news. We have an open line at day one in Broward, 567, 0560, Pound 560 on the ATT Wireless Line. They're hawking and trying to put a beep, but boop, but a they're all waiting for those tapes to come out. Let me say it again. Last Friday, all these Nazis were positive beyond a shadow of a doubt. Once they got those transcripts out and they had them all bundled up and they're opening up all those cartons and they're schlepping them all over the place, once we get this stuff out, he's finished. Guess what? Wrong. Okay. Well, we're going to make sure that the media people keep banging on us and banging on us. We'll have every uh, Nazi in the Congress getting up there making these impassioned speeches and acting indignant and all these cowardly Democrats are going to be but they're going to run away like, uh, like goddamn Jesse James. They're going to be running so fast. Or was it Jesse Owens? Both of them. I guess Jesse James ran fast, too. And it didn't work. So now tomorrow, or late this afternoon, we're going to have the tape testimony showing uh, the president's true. That, that's what they're saying. They want to show his true colors. Now, when somebody says that, what does it indicate to you? Doesn't it tell you that they're trying to humiliate him Uh and embarrass him Uh and degrade him Uh and do everything in their power to uh, lower the public's uh, esteem for him, Uh which most people don't have much anyway on a personal level, but they still think he's doing an okay job and they don't want him uh, uh, drummed out of office? They just The media and these other people, they refuse to get the message. They're trying their damnedest. Everything in their power to shift and manipulate public opinion, is it working so far? No. Not too well. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
10: Hello, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? It's Tony Montana, man. She's talking about
2: the cool and food. Uh Yeah, whatever you say. Open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in uh, Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
1: How's, How's it going, buddy? Okay. Yeah, I was watching a couple of things. I was watching uh, World News tonight. Sam Donaldson had a. Sam thing
2: Donaldson? Up. Oh, in the middle of my lunch? <laughs> <laughs> wait,
1: wait, wait, wait,
4: wait, What?
2: Ah, hello? I'm listening. Not Sam Donaldson, uh, Peter Jennings. That's yeah. probably even worse.
1: Yeah, he had a little segment on there about Ken Starr go too far. And that was pretty good. And uh, all these people were were against him about, you know, hey, all this little nitpicking stuff
3: that he's just digging his own grave, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, I was in Tampa the other day.
1: And I was in this office, and you know, the subject came up, and and I they they asked my opinion, and I said, hey, the economy's fine, I've got no problem. What he does in his personal life, and this guy goes, oh, it's Harvey Greenspan, he's the one who's got the, co- the economy going right. And then this Who? woman,
2: Harvey the, Greenspan,
1: yeah, that's what the guy says.
2: Oh, I thought maybe Harvey Firestein.
1: Yeah, and then this woman chimes in and says, she says to me, she says, now
0: well, he's the president of the United States, and we should know everything that's going on in his life. Mm-hmm. And I go, hey. What about when we start finding out what's going on in your life? When
2: what, what, maybe to he's got that? bloody what's diarrhea. The, you think we had to hear about his bowel movements like we yeah, did President I said, Eisenhower?
0: I, I said, what? Are the, what? Where they start poking around in
3: your life? What's going on in your life? Yeah. Bitch.
2: She's probably so, one of those bitches that blows a lot of gas all over the orifice. There
3: was there was no sense in arguing with these right wing bastards yeah. about what's this and what's that. So I just kind of shut my mouth. And then Tampa. and closing. And then closing, and then closing, and then closing Neil. Yeah, go ahead. In closing. Tampa. This is for
1: Ken Starr. Why don't you go to hell, you Nazi bastard?
2: Okay, how does he really feel, though? What, were I, what was that guy saying? Tampa. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, and pound 560 on the at t wireless line. Here's a, a lady in Miami. Hello? Hello? Lady in Miami. Neil? Yes, ma'am? I
6: just want to ask you one question. Yes. If they're going to humiliate Clinton, why don't they humiliate that slut Lewinsky at the same time? Yeah. That's what I'd like to know. Uh Uh-huh. And the newspaper people just don't do it. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know when that's going to happen. It's Uh about time because she's trying to get away with murder, I guess. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
9: So what do you think, Neil?
2: I think uh, it's almost New Year. Have a good one. We have an open line in Dave. 5670560, pound 560... On the eighteenth and t well, I think I'm almost done with lunch and I'm sad because it's so good. Mm, you have to savor every morsel. What do these slobs, I mean, these guys eat? Subs? With the TV people? The whammy people, the whammy, whammy, whammy guys. Mostly
1: turkey, some tuna. They're turkeys?
2: And what about Fat Joe in here? What did he have today after his uh, two pints Meat, of Meatball city platter. Yeah? Oh, he's a meatball, yeah, we know that. Here's South Miami, hello? Hello, Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Buenas tardes. I don't think you
7: could humiliate Lewinsky that anything that's happened so far, if she's not in Any bitch
2: that would save a a dress with a cum stain on it must be out of her freaking mind that her mother and the gods they should be in a mental institution. Got a point. Like she was saving a baseball, uh, a Mark McGuire baseball, a souvenir.
7: Neil, I missed the first... I missed the first two hours or so of your show. Did you or anyone mention that if he makes good on his promise, there's a player out there available that if we possibly could trade for, would make a almost certain immediate impact when the season starts in Bury. Did anyone I, mention I that? I talked about
2: that. Did, I missed the first couple of hours. They're, really they're be... First of all, all who they got to trade for him? And number two, they're not going to pay him that salary.
7: Maybe Niedermeyer in a draft pick. Anything would help. Well, he, he take...
2: They're going to get Pavel Burry for Niedermeyer and a draft pick? <laughs> anything would be better than, than what we have. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen. They're not going to pay him. No. The guy's mouth's like $9, $10 million a year, whatever his contract is. They're not going to... We don't have any superstars on this team. This is a team that is in the sixth year of its franchise. The only guy you might have ever considered to be, like, in a superstar category was Van Beesbrook. And now, of course, that he's gone, they're he's bad-mouthing gone. him, and he's stunk, and this and that, you know. Well. And uh, they, there's not one legitimate superstar that's ever been on this franchise other than him.
1: Well, that would
3: have
7: been nice, nice to think about, but... We'll wait and see when the season starts.
3: Don't so hold
2: your breath, sir. Have a
7: good
2: day. Okay, enjoy the new arena. Enjoy the Mac Arena. We have two open lines in the uh, day, 5670560 oh, and Pound 560 on the AT&T Wireless line. We're getting Pavel Bury. <laughs> right. And Peter Nedved, by the way, is going to sign up. He has already signed up to play in the International League with Las Vegas, which what a waste of talent. Here's a guy that's a 30 or 40 goal scorer for sure. Hell of a player. Wants too much money, but nevertheless, he's going to wind up playing there because nobody we don't want to pay him uh, some serious money. It all comes back to one thing, and that's when you got a cheap bastard dude who doesn't care about the fans, doesn't care about the quality of the team, who's got his fist tightly on those purse strings, trying to you know. And of course, this coming season, Baldy's going to try to squeeze as much as he can out of that arena to make up for the losses he had down there in Miami. And he doesn't give a crap about winning, losing, anything else, because he's going to unload this franchise anyway. So what the hell does he care? Here's Hialeah. Hello.
11: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, when are you going to have Al Ghosting on the uh, program again?
2: When am I going to have him on? Whenever he uh, brings his fat ass in here.
11: I'm looking for a job, man. Maybe he can help me out.
2: Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. We have an open line, and uh, what kind of job is he looking for? Oh, a job, that kind. No, I don't think you're his type. Open line at day, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, uh, yes, sir.
0: How you doing? I'm calling. Okay. Hey, hey uh, these lawyers that, uh, like in a Jimmy Rose case, you know, what gives them the right to throw a hairball scheme like they're doing right now, you
2: know, into the uh, jury? Okay, listen, call me back when you get a new phone. Well, they got to try something, you know. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, because we don't have a justice system in America. We have a a game
1: that gets played.
2: Yeah, you go out and get your lawyers, and we'll get our best lawyers, and we'll see who wins the game. It's got nothing to do with justice. It has to do with being a game. Remember O.J., anybody? Remember him?
1: Uh Uh-huh.
2: Not that we're playing the race card. Right on, bro. Let's have that black power salute. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Hello, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing today? Okay.
10: Uh, I really enjoy your show, and I just want to say thank you for letting me be on your radio show. Um, I have a comment on uh, this whole thing with the president.
4: Yeah. Um,
10: You know, if it's the only thing that we have is to just try to give them, uh, give us, the people, uh, a right to just try to challenge the truth, I mean, let's just get it under our belts that even though President Clinton did lie and do all those things, impeachment is, is adequate for that punishment because it's just destroying the whole system as it's already been corrupted, and if all we can do is get him out of presidency and put us a new president, or get us into a new direction, and because 43, $43 million that he spent on his defense up all the whole time... So what, are you, what are
2: you talking? What are these words that are... What is it that you're saying?
10: Well, I guess my what point... What are you saying? But my point is that I think we have every right to go after him and try to get him impeached.
2: Why is By that? Matter,
10: I feel as a majority that we are entitled to having... Uh,
2: okay, great. Okay, ba-ba-ba-ba. The majority we are entitled. Sir, I'm going to tell you something. I've had some callers who talked pig-light and it made more sense than you do. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the at t wireless line. Here's the intelligentsia of America coming forward. speaking their piece, baby. Have they got a piece? No. Oh, my God. I got a piece of nice steak with cheese and onion right here. Well, it looks like a little onion over there in the corner of this container, but it's not. Here's Oakland Park. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Neil, how you doing? How do you like that guy? Uh pretty. What I mean? He's like um, Al Kelly, the double-talker there. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Neither does he.
1: I got a quick question about hockey. Is yeah. uh, the crease going to be uh, the boring circle again, or what? No,
2: Did they've uh, they've chopped off the edges.
1: Oh, uh, uh, what about the crease?
2: <laughs> no, and that, too. No, they that chopped too. off the edges of the crease to make it uh, smaller so that guys who were, like, on the edge... Uh, who may have their skate, which used to be in the crease. Uh-huh. Yeah, and instead of just getting rid of that stupid rule uh and letting a real goal be a goal and the, allowing some judgment with the referee and the linesman there, I mean, uh, if a guy is off in a sight and it has nothing to do with the goal being scored, that's the uh, decision that should be made. But unfortunately, Captain BM, by the way, you know, is one of the great proponents of that in the crease rule, uh, which is the dumbest rule that hockey ever came up with. Oh,
1: uh, well, Nice going, Captain for BM. That's Florida teams for you. How about uh The Exorcist? Is that new thing coming out soon? Any minute. Yeah. About uh that special edition thing they have?
3: Any any minute.
1: Uh or but, you help all no the boy. I'm
2: a Catholic. No. We have an open line at Broward, five six seven, O five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Lorenzo's wish. How many of these sanctimonious assholes Calling in here uh, would like to have us relate to the uh, country All of their sexual escapades And if somebody attempted to do it do You think they might go to any lengths under the sun And try to cover it up uh-huh. You bet your sweet ass they would You bet their ass they would Oh no, but he's brought us to a uh... Yeah, right You know, the French newspaper Le Monde They said they thought, thought that it was uh, cute That uh, the U.S. had a president That was having extramarital affairs They thought it was amusing and cute And uh, something that they admire How do you like that? Of course we all know it's something brand new. So during the course of the break there, which of course you all hold can hear George's side of the conversation. But there was some spot we were playing, something had something to do with the uh, bonus, bonus S. And I said to George, your bonus S a figment of uh, your imagination. And it got me thinking there for a couple of minutes during the uh, commercial break that here we are, it's the seventeenth of frickin' December of uh, September we started December thirtieth. It's now uh, what is that? Like nine uh, months almost closing down. Nine months, long enough to give birth, unless you're Pat Robertson's wife. It happens in only ten weeks. And this man still doesn't have his bonus from back in January, February, and March. The winter book. He's going to be doing a show next week for nothing, by the way, for not one additional dime. Does he have his bonus from the winter book? No. From the spring book? No. Does he have one penny of it? No. Does he have a lot of empty promises from Greg Reed? Uh-huh. You know this this business of that man standing in the doorway there a few weeks ago and chuckling and laughing and saying, "Oh, well, you tell him I'll I'll make a bet with him, uh, you know, as to whether you're going to get it or not." How how would you like it if you have a bill like like with FP and L? And the bill is now like three months past due, and they're telling you, you know, we're going to shut your electric off because uh, we're just, we just uh, don't carry people this far. And you say to them, I'll bet you that you're going to get the check. Huh? No, seriously, do you think that would uh, suffice as an answer? No. I'll make a bet with you I'm going to pay you someday. That's basically what this man was saying is I make a bet with you that someday we'll pay him. If you continue screaming about it, if you threaten legal action, I mean, it's wonderful working for people that you have to threaten legal action for people to get paid what they do in something less than seven or eight or nine months. You Beasley people over there, and it's too bad we're not still on Fort Myers this morning, but I'll remember again tomorrow between 10 and noon. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Nobody, no Mensch conducts business like this. No real business person jerks people around like this and plays with other people's money like this. And he comes down here with a straight face and uh, looks at us like, uh, you know, like it's a big joke. Oh, yeah, well, I'm taking care of it. Oh, as long as you say you're taking care of it, Greg, that really <laughs> makes us feel very confident about it, okay? Like, where's that $200 for that spot? Huh? Where's the 200 bucks for the spot I cut, which Joe Costello was anxiously waiting for, which he could go out to the track or uh, have a good time with this weekend? Anybody know where that 200 bucks is? No. Adam? No. No adam's out there scouring the countryside finding a few more quack accounts okay here's a mobile in uh, miami hello hello yes sir
3: neil uh i've been waiting on my cell phone for 14 minutes now to get uh, on to speak to you because i wanted to comment on that moron who called the president a common criminal
2: uh he a didn't criminal. say common criminal he said criminal which is yes, even worse
3: all right, a criminal is someone who commits a crime, mm-hmm. and thank God nobody in this country is uh, commits a crime or is a criminal until they're convicted yeah. and have the benefit of due process.
2: Mm-hmm. In the case he, of he, the doesn't have, he doesn't have the patience for that. Don't you understand? He's already made up his mind.
3: Yeah, but you know, if he said that about a private citizen, a private citizen would have an excellent uh, case against him for liable, or uh, uh, I forget what the other term is.
2: Yeah, but slander, you, you, yeah. You know,
3: it's just irresponsible as hell to say something oh, like now, that.
2: Oh, listen, uh, people don't worry about whether they're responsible or not. They just all have, you know, if they didn't like him in the first place, they just use this as a reason to, uh, you know, uh, put the last nails in the coffin. And that's where a lot of these people are coming from. They didn't vote well, for him. They didn't like him in the first place. So why not jump on the bandwagon? And In addition to which, what a lot of these people don't understand... The Star report was an advocacy report. It was a one-sided report, his version of all of the testimony. There was no cross-examination of any of the witnesses. Uh, The rebuttal, of course, is uh, written by the president's attorneys, but it's not in, in that report. So this guy's only taking things that were reported in a way that was slanted to incriminate the president. There isn't anybody in the world, nobody, including Ken Starr, who really believes all those 11 counts that he alleges that are impeachable offenses. Nobody believes that. Well, I'm, right offhand. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm delighted to say that uh, Star has made it perfectly clear, to, I think any thinking person in the nation, that he's embarked on a personal and a bitter vendetta yep. to destroy Clinton personally and professionally.
2: With a lot of help from the media, media too, by the way.
3: Uh, you know, Neil, I have never agreed more with anything that you have said. When you, you know, when you said that this whole thing was a media creation. Yep. The reportage on this has been if so they, irresponsible. If they hadn't
2: been drumming this thing and drumming it and drumming it for the last eight months, this thing would have gone away a long time ago.
3: And it seems like the only person on the air who has any perspective about this oh is you. God. That's right. And uh, I congratulate you Okay,
2: have a great day, sir. You too. And keep your passport handy. We have an open line in date five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. We're living in a country where these assholes, the uneducated masses out there, know nothing about freedom, know nothing about government, know nothing about law. They wouldn't know Henry Hyde from uh, Mr. Uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And they're all they all got an opinion because opinions, like I've said a million times before, are like assholes. Everybody's got one, and that's opinions in America, whether you know something or not. Like the guy that's given me a lecture about, you know, well, uh, how can you say lying under oath doesn't constitute perjury? Very easy, because that's what every goddamn attorney, whether they're for or against the president, that's what they all agree on, including the ones in Congress. So go argue with them, expert. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
10: Hey, how are you doing? Great. Hey, I'm just shocked. Why are people so upset about this? You turn on the TV and during any time of the day, and you find people, you find any program about adultery. Why are people so shocked? That's it's, right. That's very common.
2: How about Guiding Light, man? They're doing everybody in town on Guiding Light. They're right? all doing each it's other. Like, they're doing their mothers, their fathers, their sister-in-laws, their brothers, their sheep.
10: Your last caller is the only one that I agree with, because the person who called you before about that pig land had no idea what he was talking about.
2: Yeah, okay, great. We have an open line in date, 5670560, pound 560. I wonder if these guys actually are doing each other while they're making these calls. You know what I'm talking about? I wonder if they actually, like, uh, have a grip on each other. Because the one guy that called before, he told George off the air that this one is the one with the smallest penis. Let's go to a North Miami Beach. Hello? North Miami Beach. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Good show. Yes, sir. I know you like to gamble. You go to the track all the time. I see you up there. I go to the track all the time.
9: I love pumping out.
2: Yeah, once a week. Wednesday night. That's enough for me.
9: I got $25,000 cash. Mean you bet that Kent Clinton is kicked out of office. Cash. My lawyer your lawyer? Meaning what? I'll bet
2: you. Call up Hank. We don't gamble on this show, okay? This ain't a gambling show. Call up call up Hank or Red Kaplan. They do gambling shows. We have two open lines in Dade. 5670560, pound 560 on the at t line. Here's a uh, make-believe check from the Measley Greed Corporation written out to George Rodriguez for oh! dollars, signed by Greg Greed. I've been compiling a lot of good
1: material about them for next week, by the way. Really
2: good. Rip them an ass. With my enthusiastic uh, permission and approval and encouragement. Because the days and the weeks and the months just continue sliding by, and they just continue, uh, you know, stonewalling. They do, well, I'm doing the best I can. Well, get a goddamn check over here, for Christ's sakes. We're not just making this up. You owe the manny, uh, the guy uh, a certain amount of money. Pay the goddamn bill, that's all. Do business like a real business person. I know that's revolutionary in this outfit. And they just keep lying and lying. Oh, I'll bet you he'll get it someday, yeah. Call up this last guy, make a bet with him. Said it, John. Have oh, boy. Okay, it's 116 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. Happy New Year. Oy. We got Russia showing everybody's running around for the High Holy Days. They're eating their gefilte fish and uh, all that other... What was that stuff in that Lorenzo spot? Seriously. I mean, I know that every now and then the agency likes to put in a lot of stuff in there. Usually Italian stuff that nobody in the world can pronounce it, Especially me. But that was really, uh, spatial. By the way, don't forget now, what, what is a uh, Yom Kippur? A week from Monday? A week from Tuesday? Look honey, it's on the calendar over there. What's it the d- with a beanie on my head? Just to show you how ridiculous it really all is. Oh, but you got to have two separate sets of dishes, and you got to fast on Yom Kippur. Yeah, right. Whatever you say. Here's a mobile in Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Am I on? It sounds like you.
3: Holy Christ! Um, Holy I have, Christ!
9: I have two very interesting things. Really? Yeah. I I agree with you on this Clinton thing and the MSVN. What is it? MSVNC. Yeah. Those people. They are driving me nuts. So I called NBC in New York. Number one, you get a busy signal. Major corporation, you get a busy signal. Yeah. But then I found out how to get through. Uh Uh-huh. So now I get on. I
1: said...
2: I thought you said you had two interesting things. Well, I have two. Well, which is the first one? When's the first one coming? Yeah.
9: Well, that was interesting.
2: No. Okay. Told you. I told you he had... uh, some interesting crap. No, he said he had some interesting crap. And that's what he said. We have an open line at day one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Dania. Hello.
8: Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Good, good.
2: Uh, that guy was pretty interesting, wasn't he?
8: Yeah, no. he, was, he was real interesting. Yeah. He was about as interesting as that guy way in the back there that started talking about uh, Clinton being uh, kicked out. You know, he sounded like he was going to go into a religious right thing there for a moment. Mm-hmm should have given an extra second
2: oh they're all coming out of the woodwork today they're all fun and then the guy wants to uh, bet me yeah you know the guy from he 25 apart, grand wants to bet me 25 grand <laughs> this guy needs to be putting a uh, cooling out joint somewhere
4: he should have stood up to him
8: months ago and just told him to mind their own business
2: nah that's what i said you know I yeah mean, you
8: should have just stood up and said hey you know, I'm the president, don't mess with me, if you think I did something wrong,
2: prove No, he it. shouldn't have said, I'm the president, don't mess with me. He should have said, people have private lives, even uh, elected officials, mm-hmm. and uh, quit sticking your nose in my underpants And uh, let's get on with the business of government. And he should have taken a very firm stance like that and told Ken Starr to blow it out of his ass. Yeah, I mean, at
8: least the people that may not even like him would at Getting
2: least... Getting out all the semantical stuff Did he really, was it a sexual relationship, was it an intercourse... Who the hell gives a crap? What difference does it make? It
8: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, a lot of people that I know that I work with, though, that are further up north from here in, uh, in the Carolinas, they they, they want to see the man fall.
4: Yeah.
2: That's,
8: you know, a personal, just a personal thing. Yeah. And well, it, they probably
2: got their Jesse Helms blow up doll in there. Oh, yeah, oh, they do. Duty right now, yeah.
8: You hit the state on the head, head there. there. But one good thing, hey, I'm going to Italy in the uh, beginning of October, and I've never been there. Great. Friends of Florence, and then over to the Adriatic area, and then up into the hill
2: country. Uh-huh.
8: And just to uh, eat and drink and look at some nice artwork. And yeah,
2: one or two days in Florence will be plenty. Don't worry. Three days. Yeah, That's one day. Too. He plays for the Indians
8: now.
3: Yeah, right. Uh, have you ever heard of a court of justice?
2: No, it's a court of law. A court of law. Mm-hmm. There's a big, big difference. Well, that's pretty sad. Yes, it is. And, have, and say hi to O.J. Uh, thank you, man. Okay. Give him my regards. Oh, sorry, OJ. Jeez, we have an open line in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Hank Goldberg at two, and don't forget the Jimmy Johnson show. Jimmy and your Johnson five today uh, with Hank on a Hank Goldberg show. And we got another Marlin game. Do we have a game tonight? Thursday uh, again? No. You know, I'm gonna tell you, Bluff Lindsey, you're such a bozo. God. Why, why does he do this? Why uh, wouldn't it be possible for him to uh, like a bridge to tighten this thing up and put it all on one page? What do we got? We got. Oh, we got. Look what we got at six o'clock because there's no Marlin game tonight. Yeah. Mantis will be on tonight. Oh, I sure hope that nobody uh, calls up about that Syracuse Michigan game. <laughs> I hope that Mantis don't get more than four hundred calls on that. <laughs> Woo. Michigan baby. How about those Spartans, huh? Oh! Yeah. There's the real school up there in Michigan, and we don't even give a crap about it, but we, we kicked off the enemy. Here, Notre Dame beats Michigan. We come out last Saturday night and kicked a living snot out of the fighting Irish out of Notre Dame. Touchdown, Jesus! There you go. And another girls' school, the Orange Men from Cuse, Syracuse, pounds the snot out of Michigan in the Wolverines. Like I said, that Tom Brady can play on my team any day of the week. Oh! Where do they find him? 125 at 5 minutes says, Neil. Happy New Year. I also want to let you know that I prepare enough of the music there already, okay? Enough of the goddamn music. I love that KJ, though. KJ's uh, the best. I'm sorry, Brian. Boca Brian's the best. I mean, guitar man. I also want to let you know that I prepare excellent meals without the bread, i.e. steak, onions, peppers, cheese, and many others, he said. (laughs) Anytime you need something to eat, we'll be happy to deliver food to you and George. Don't forget, we're right down the street. Love, Brad, from Tony's Pizza. Um. Yeah, that was good stuff that day, remember? Man, that was some of the really... In fact, Jeff Cole was getting real nervous that day. woo He was starting to do the Green Apple quick step all over the, <laughs> the loft. Because uh, Tony's, uh whatever that place is. So we'll take you up on it when I get back from vacation when I'm down to 100 pounds. Here's Miami. Hello.
10: Bill Clinton is a best
2: Okay, thank you. Open line and date, 5670560, Palm 560 on the mobile one line. Thanks, Ken. Was that Kenneth Starr or Ken, the guy with the eyes? Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
0: You know what's even more amazing is the
2: fact that Green... Like I said, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560 and Palm 560 on the mobile one line. We don't talk to Chronics on this show, sorry. And I love the way that they just start right out, make it a little... Like that, without even saying hello, how are you, up your ass, anything at all? As if it's going to mean they're going to be on a lot longer, which it never works. We don't talk to chronics on this show. We also don't do gambling odds. I don't talk about how, how I bet the one horse at Hazel Park in the fifth race last night and Brad Kramer went up in the air. He broke at the start. But I don't uh, go into that because you want to know why? Because it's boring! That's why. Terminally, unbelievably boring. If you have a chronic gambling thing... Be my guest. Have a great time. I just am not interested in hearing about it, and I quite frankly don't think most other people are either. Yeah, I bet the three and the five over the two, seven, eight, and the three went up in the air and the 5 went an accident, and over the ra- uh, great. Exciting. We don't give a crap. I lost $90. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ooh. You know, there's some nights you lose, uh, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and you feel like uh, you had a pretty good night. Maybe you were down like a whole lot more early. Oh, I'm not. I, don't, I just don't bet. I don't gamble. I just uh, diddle around a little bit. And then some nights when uh, you lose 90 bucks, and you feel like you lost 10,000, like last night. Everything we touched turned to... See, there he goes. He's talking about, well, that's to show you how boring it is. Here's Pompano. Hello.
9: Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I got a comment about the driving down here.
1: At the
2: I've, track? No. Oh, drive, Terry the, Kerr is killing me. Yes.
1: No, the the driving, the, people, the way people drive. Yeah. Because I have to drive in rush hour traffic every day. And the worst is being on the highway in the third lane
0: Someone deciding they need to get off and put on the brakes and stopping in the third lane and waiting for traffic so
2: they can move over to get over to the exit. Right there, you go. That that just blows because my mind. Because they're the only one on the road, don't you understand? This is the mentality in this town. These people have no interest in any of the rest of us. They are the only ones on the road.
9: Or they come flying up the exit only lane and then, scooting back in the traffic when they get to the exit. Uh huh. You know, and the whole highway just has to stop. It's ridiculous. And then the red lights. They need to put those cameras on the on the light.
2: If they don't you know. do something, I'm going to tell you there are going to be many of you listening to me right now that uh, after about another few months, there are going to be some of you in a box because oh. uh, they're killing people. I almost got I almost got wrecked this morning. Some I have to go through a flashing you know it's flashing red on one side and yellow on the other. Right. I was on the yellow
9: side and a, a bus cuts me off, and then the guy behind the bus cuts me off and. And he, just, and he looks at me like I'm doing something wrong when I'm
2: the right yeah, oh, That's right. Every time they do some half-assed thing, they look, they give you a dirty look. They flip you off because uh, they're right and the world is wrong. Don't confuse
9: them you with know, the it facts. It, And there was a cop behind him. I don't know if the cop pulled him over or not. But, no chance. But probably not. Not in Pompano,
2: anyway. On the way to the donut sale. Yeah, okay, probably. have a great day, sir. Good luck to you. All right, bye. Get a bicycle. Get a tricycle. That's what I'm going to do. We have an open line in Broward, five six seven zero five sixty, pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Where are where are the red turn, uh, the left turn, the red, what do we call them, the red light left turn police, the red light run. We heard of the road runner. How about the red light runner? Let's get somebody out there with a brain to put a stop to this. The light changes to red and they just continue pouring and pouring around that corner. Line. When does it stop? Already the second one and the third one and the fourth one and the fifth one. Uh, enough. Man. By the way, you know that lunch? It was very good, but boy, that is going through me like an H-bomb. What do we got, 23 minutes to kill here? Well, it's going to be pretty interesting. Ooh, like I said. Here's Miami. Hello.
9: Oh, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, good afternoon, uh-huh. and uh, thank you for taking my call.
2: Thank you for making your call.
9: I uh, I agree with everything that's being said about Bill Clinton, and I think this is getting a little out of hand. But I have a question, and maybe you can clarify it to yeah. me. Yeah, I thought the president had some kind of immunity from some of these cases that go to court. I don't know how the court allowed, and, this, and we're talking about Paula Jones. That's mm-hmm. how we got to Monica Lewinsky.
4: Mm-hmm.
9: How do we allow somebody back in 1994 who supposedly claimed sexual harassment, 10 years later puts it in court, and now, you know, this thing has gotten totally out of hand. How can mm-hmm. we allow somebody 10 years later to put a case into
2: court? lawyers, because law, Robert Bennett was an idiot, and he should never let him testify in the first place.
9: And we're talking the president of the United States. He's got right. more things to do than deal with things that happened 10 years and ago. And again,
2: keep in mind, this wasn't a criminal case. This was a civil case, which eventually got thrown out of court. It's a civil case.
9: So yeah, I mean, we got here by mistake, but, you know, Bill Clinton, he's got more important things to do. than Well, we with are, this and of...
2: the sad part of it is with all the uh, resources that he's got, you think he can come up with better attorneys, uh, Robert Bennett and David Kendall.
9: Agreed, but yeah, uh, it, it goes back to the, the concept of this precedent that everybody's talking about. You know, if somebody, a person.